Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Wednesday, May 24th. That means it's time for Destination Health. It is a Destination Health free-for-all today. We have no guests. We have no theme. We can talk about anything you want. Lauren's joining me this morning. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about a couple things while we wait for some phone calls to come in. So go ahead and line them up. Phone lines are open, 855-950-3835. Lauren, good morning. Good morning, Kevin. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. So uh, anything new and exciting in your world this week? This week, I wouldn't say anything new and exciting. Just uh, really diving into some more research on um, for our women, for our women that, you know, that need some help with their plateaus as they start intermittent fasting and start the keto and carnivore lifestyle. I'm just, it just continues to all these women keep continuing to come in there they're, they're um, you know premenopausal or menopausal and they hit this plateau at first everything's working so I am just trying to dive deeper and deeper into this so that we can come up with some kind of protocol that is uh, more uniform to help them because it's kind of all across the board I'm doing what I can and it just seems like there's still some more to learn there. Excellent. Yeah, that that uh, that is one of those areas that is an issue. And, you know, we're approaching this like we have everything else. In, in the beginning, we are kind of all over the board. You try this, you try that. Sometimes you get some successes with something and then you don't anymore. So you move on to something else. And eventually we tend to figure this stuff out. So uh, I'm sure we're going to figure this one out and come up with a consistent protocol that works. We've done it many times before. So I appreciate you working on that. Um, you know, I, I've got several of those out there that I've got to wrap up and I'm excited about some new things that are going to help me wrap up some projects that have kind of been hanging out there. Uh, the, the stress protocols, mm. sleep, some things on that. The book that I started a couple of years ago and never finished because it, it just got to a point where I would go back and read it and I just didn't like it. The The information is all good. I just, I didn't get it in the right order or something about that book is wrong. And I set it aside. I'm, I'm actually going to go back to it now uh, and start working on that again. And I've got some ideas, which leads me to my topic that I want to talk about today and may seem like an odd topic to talk about on Destination Health Day, but I don't think it is. In fact, this topic is, I believe, so critical and important right now that I would talk about it on any day. It will affect our business. It will affect our health. It will affect our lifestyle. It's going to um, be a very, very political issue, I believe. And I can say this, of all the things I've either learned or talked about or studied, researched, tested over the entire time I've been in business, um, this may be the biggest. And I, I, the other thing that's really odd about this topic, I am very excited about some things and I am absolutely horrified of others. And it's so out of our control 
Um, so any guesses as to what I might be talking about by now? I, I think a lot of people in the audience that have heard me talk know where I'm going with this. Any ideas? I personally do not okay. have an idea. I know. I it's it's <laughs> So it's artificial intelligence. Ah, that's a big one. Oh, <laughs> man, I am. Um, so I, the other day I said I committed a couple hours a day to start researching this. I, I've expanded that out to about six hours a day now, and it's not enough. And here's, wow. here's what I mean when it's not enough. Here's a good analogy. You know how I talked about, um, I'm going to go way off base here. Remember when I, uh, maybe you would, you would understand the surfing. You know, the big, big wave surfing, mm -hmm. the crazy record setting waves, how they would use a um, jet ski to tow them into yeah. the wave because they've got to get enough speed going before that wave catches them. So there's a real art to that, that the, the jet ski driver has to be good. The surfer has to be good. The surfer's going to be up on his board with a tow rope on the jet ski and the jet ski's got to get him up to crazy speeds ahead of that wave with perfect timing, right? Yes. And then now they're using foils on their surfboards and wings like I use to wing foil out on the river. Um, they're doing that and they can now go with no jet ski. They can use the, the wing and the foil to get them out by the wave. Then they can use it to, to get that momentum ahead of the wave. And if you don't get enough speed, that wave washes over you, right? And I can't imagine what that must be like. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. You're a surfer, aren't you? You know all this. I, yes. Yeah. Not big wave surfing. Right, that right. Is a very but but you, you, you've you been overtaken by a wave before, and it was big enough, right? Oh, oh yes. Many, many times. So here's what I feel like right now. I, I'm on my AI surfboard with a foil and a wing, and I'm going as fast as I can possibly go and the wave overtakes me every day. Mm. This is happening yep. so fast and changing so fast that in six hours a day, the next day I open stuff back up, I'm behind again. Wow. Wow. Is it really changing that quickly? It is. And there are, there are some things that I never thought about how it might change our economy and our lives. And, and I had an example that I've been working on, and, and I think I might be onto something here. And if I am, this is way, way bigger than I thought. So here's one of the ways, and I've tried to explain this before, and I'm going to expand on it. We have to think of AI each instance of AI, AI is not one thing, it's a million things. And we have the best way to think of each instance of AI is it's a person and we can interact with that person. So if you look at the most popular AI tool that's out there right now, which is ChatGPT, it's a chatbot. And when I first started researching this, every site I went to that uses AI were chatbots. And I'm like, well, this is odd. Why, why do I have to go to a chatbot? Like I had to sign up for Discord, which is a, a chat program, to, in order to use some. And then it dawned on me. That's how we will interact with this thing because it's like a human and we're going to talk to it. So that's why they're all chatbots. 
that was a kind of a shock to me. I didn't expect that's how this was going to work, but it, it is. Yeah. So it's a human that you're going to interact with. Now, chat GPT is like, it's like the know-it-all human. Like you can ask it anything and it's going to give you an opinion or an answer or whatever. And it's fairly accurate. It's way more accurate than like a Google search. And it gets more and more accurate if the user knows how to prompt it. If you know how to talk to the chatbot correctly, you get much, much more accurate answers. If you're doing things like Google searches, you're going to get better answers than you do from a Google search, but you're not going to get the really good information. So there's an art to learning how to communicate with this. So now what I'm seeing is now they're creating sites that make it look like it's not a chatbot anymore. Like there are specific oh. tools where instead of me talking to the chatbot and saying, I, I want to work on coding, these things can actually code websites for you. It's insane, but you have to know how to ask for it. So now companies are creating interfaces that aren't chatbots that are very, very specific tools. If you want to learn to code with a chatbot, go use, or, and, and it's not going to look like a chatbot, but you go to this tool and it will just code for you or walk you through how to code with a chatbot. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. Uh, I mean, so, so the interface is so foreign. So if you go to ChatGPT, all you get is a command line, a line to type in text. That's it. And if you want it to yeah. help you code, it can, but you have to know how to ask it all the right questions. So now companies are taking ChatGPT. That's, that's going to be in the background running this or some other AI. There's several of them out there. Google has one, Microsoft has one. Uh, they take that and they create an interface just for coding. So now you don't have to know the exact prompts. It's like a shortcut to, to interact if you wanna code. If you wanna go create LinkedIn post, there's another tool that you click on. So you don't have to know quite as many prompts or commands. Does that help? Yes. Yes. Gotcha. So these. Well, I did go to. I opened up the chat GTP or GPT, and I see what you mean. I mean, it looks like a coding screen. Yeah, and it can be used for coding. It could be used to write a book. It can be used to write music. It can be used to alter video. I mean, the uses mm. of this are endless. And these tools keep showing up every day. So like I said, yesterday when I finished up, I was working on a list of about 75 tools. And the next day I come back and all of a sudden that list is 115. Gotcha. So if you think about this, how many people exist in the United States that are really good at coding? Really good at it? Not, not well, that many. Well, in reality, though, there are probably tens of thousands, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Right. So that why wouldn't we have that many chatbots that are good at this, too? We will. That's the thing people need to understand. This is going to grow so fast. In the beginning, what I was trying to do 
was I was trying to find the best tool in each category. So here's a great tool to help us with our audio work. Here's another great tool to help us with um, writing ad copy. Here's another one to help us with meal plans and recipes. And I have to give up on that strategy. I can't possibly compare them because they're coming out so fast. It would be like me trying to say, there's about 10,000 really excellent coders in the U.S., and I'm going to interview them all before I pick one. That's not practical. You can't do that. So no. <laughs> I, within a month, I've already had to give up on my strategy and, and kind of figure out I've got to start over. And, and how am I going to figure this all out and learn it? And that's my approach is these are like people. You can now go already. I can now take you to a site where the chat bot is one of the most knowledgeable attorneys in the country. You want legal advice? Talk to the attorney. And that's how we should think about this. If you are going to sit down and talk to an attorney about your problem, you do that ex the exact same way. It's, it's natural language. You just ask questions. The better you get at asking questions, and this would be the same for a human, right? If I told you, Lauren, before you, before you do this, before you start up that business or buy this commercial property, you should go talk to an attorney. Well, if you talk yeah. to one attorney, you're going to learn something. What if you talk to five? Do you think you're going to learn more? Definitely. And if you know how to ask the right questions, are you going to get even better mm -hmm. answers from that person? Absolutely. So this is no different. Just just start to think about AI as when you're interacting with one of these tools. It's just like interacting with a human who has very, very specialized knowledge. Does that help the whole AI thing kind of get your head around what this is? It does. It does. So we were kind of playing around with um, chat GPT, but using an app called Genie, I think it is. Could be. There's and hundreds or thousands of these things already. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Right. Somebody took chat GPT's info and, and, and they're using chat GPT in the background probably, but they've created yeah. an app or an interface probably for something specific that helps you interact with the chat bot. It's a writing specific yep. um, app. So you tell the app, for instance, um, we, we were visiting my sister and meeting, you know, my niece for the first time. And Ryan said, hey, why don't you write a poem ba um, about visiting my, my niece for the first time, my baby <laughs> niece for the first time. Yes. It was unbelievable. Isn't it what crazy? It it, I know. It's it, fine. So that's the exciting part about this. Um, when I say mm -hmm. I'm going back to be able to finish projects, here's why it, this will work yeah. for me. I don't work well with others. I, I just don't. I, I, I have tried. It's one of the things I just can't seem to do. So I, I have all these projects that I got them to a certain point. And, and some of it is we just don't have the resources or the bandwidth either. And we're not in an economy where I can be hiring a bunch of people to help me finish this stuff. All of us are busy. Everybody in the company is doing their own thing. We don't have a lot of spare time. Um, so I got these projects to a point where now I need help and I don't have the resources to finish them, except now I do. I can use AI. Now, it might take me some time to get my AI all set up, but I'm going to give an example of something I know I could now do with AI if I had enough time. Well, let me just do that right now since we're talking about that. So... 
I've I've got a lot of thoughts in my head and a lot of opinions and a lot of knowledge and and I know I should share it more. And the best way for me to share it is just to speak. So I've tried, you know, I set up the uh, the daily um, updates I was going to do the uh, the commentaries, and the easy part is for me to step in front of the mic and start talking. The hard part is all the work that has to happen after that to edit the files, to add intros and outros, to trim things, and then to take that file and now how do we get it out to the world so they can hear it? Well, let's put it up on Twitter. There's a long, you know, multi-step process to get that file into a tweet. Well, we should put it on LinkedIn and it should be up on both of our tribe sites. We're looking at multiple hours worth of work every day to put what I said up on the air. And that's where it keeps falling apart. It's expensive to have to pay somebody to do that every day. I certainly don't have time. That would be a bad use of my time. So it ends up just not getting done. There's information that we could Mm. be putting out to help our tribe, but we can't put it out because it's just not cost effective, except now it is. Here's what is possible with AI. If I take my time and learn how to use AI, I'm going to keep using that sentence. And this is critical. If you want to take advantage of AI, the first thing you got to do is somebody's going to have to learn how to use it. This is going to be the hottest job description for a long time, I think. AI expert. You just know how to use all these tools. And if you do, you could replace five to 10 people in most companies. That's how scary this might be. So the good side of it is we can produce a lot of stuff we were never able to produce before. The downside of it is we might put an awful lot of people out of work while we're doing it. And it goes deeper exactly. than, than what I'm describing here. And I'll, I'll come back to that explanation in a little bit. So here's what is possible for me now. I could sit down with nothing but my phone because there are already apps that use AI that work on your iPhone. And there, there's more and more of them every day. I could sit down, hit one button on my iPhone and just start talking. And when I'm done, I would just end And then my AI assistant that I'm going to build from all these tools will take over. And here's what it's going to do. I'm going to tell this story in multiple parts. So try to keep me on track. The first thing that it's going to do, and this is the revelation that scared me because I realized this could go way deeper as far as as eliminating jobs and even entire companies. So one of the big things in podcasting and news and and audio and video on the web is the quality of the sound, right? I work on it all the time on the show. I want my voice to sound good to people. I don't want it to be annoying. I don't want there to be weird background noises and my volume changing all the time. And we spend a ton of money as anybody does that does video and audio work on equipment, microphones, cables, voice processors, software to try to take out background noise. We run our audio through all these processors. And at first it was like, oh, look, we could use AI to do all of that audio processing for us. You know, we're still going to use all these great mics and all this equipment. And then something dawned on me. Wait a minute. AI is capable of taking written text And I could sit down and train an AI bot on my voice 
and then work with that AI bot to tell it exactly how I want my voice to sound. I want my voice to sound like it's been run through these multiple audio processors that really enhance the the lower end of my voice and make it sound deep and rich. And once I got the perfect sound, there's zero background noise there. The acoustics are perfect. And here's how I want my voice to sound. Once I create that profile, let's call it now. I could take any piece of text or recording, no matter how horrible the quality was of that recording, and the AI is not going to try to fix the audio file that I just created. That would be way too much work. It's simply going to take the words that I said, whether it's text or or recorded, And it's going to create a brand new recording from scratch using that profile. And it will be perfect every time. And if that's the case, if I'm right about this and I think I am, why would these audio companies that make all this high, high priced, expensive equipment, why would they need to exist anymore? Yeah. Wow. I can't believe you can do all this stuff. You can. (laughs) You can. I just, I'm just blown away that you are able to go in there and figure out how to do this. I would have never thought of myself trying to figure this out, but you're doing it. And like I said, I, I committed a couple hours and then it became a couple more in the last couple of days, it's been six hours a day. And I've just been immersed in this stuff, testing and playing with it, see what it's capable of. And I feel like I'm still only scratching the surface. That audio issue that I talked about, I, If I'm right, again, these audio companies better be worried. Why would we need all this hardware? If I could get rid of all this hardware I'm constantly buying and upgrading and fighting with, trying to figure out the technology, if I could get rid of all that and AI will just create a perfect audio file every time I want one, even from text, Amazing. And and that's just one issue that I was able to figure out because I'm so deep into the audio and I've been working on all this technology to be able to do the shows we do right now. And and I'm looking at a lot of this and saying, wait a minute, maybe I should just give up on all this hardware stuff and I should just go focus on how do I use AI to do all of this? So again, I'll go back to my my morning recording where now I've tried it. We can't do it. It's not practical. It's not cost effective. I've worked hard on it and I couldn't find a solution until now. Here's what I would do. I would sit down. I'd hit the button. I'd start talking. When I ended, AI would take over. It would fix all of the audio by just recreating a brand new audio file with my perfect profile, perfect acoustics, my voice exactly the way I want it. That's all done. And now it will start distributing it for me. It will take that file and post it to YouTube with the proper YouTube tags and all those things, the right formatting for YouTube. It will then do it to LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Rumble and Discord and everywhere else I want it. And it will do it all for me. Now, if I can get really good at teaching and kind of programming this bot, now all those places that we post this kind of stuff, you get comments on, right? Questions. That's kind of the point of social media. It's interactive. Well, 
I deal with that now mm. and I spend hours every day trying to find all these comments and go answer them in all these places. And I fail miserably. I know I miss questions all the time. I find them two months later and I feel bad about that. I don't like that. Well, th I could eliminate that. I could now teach a chat bot to gather up all those questions and comments. And while I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, I just finished my morning notes talking to my phone. That's all I had to do. When I'm done with that, I'm going to ask my chatbot to start reading my questions to me first and I'll answer them and the chatbot will go back and post that answer for me. Then I'll move on to my comments and I'll listen to those. And all I'll have to do is interact with my chatbot to do all of this. Wow. That's, Talk about saving time and energy, like that, all the effort. That's possible right now. I, I'm 90% sure it's possible right now. I may run into a snag here or there, but with as fast as these mm -hmm. tools are being developed, if I run into a snag, I think there's going to be a fix for it pretty quick. The trick is it would probably take me about three weeks of doing nothing but my show every morning and then going right into AI and starting to build out these these chat bots that do this work for me. It's going to be very, very time and labor intensive in the beginning. But if you have the time and the ability to go in and do this, the results I think are going to be pretty incredible. My biggest fear, and it's certainly not my only fear about AI, I have all kinds of weird, you know, science fiction kind of fears of, you know, machines taking over the world. I don't even want to go there yet. My biggest fear is how this is going to absolutely wreck our economy in the beginning. Yeah, agreed. That is a huge concern. The, the uses for this are just mind boggling, really. I mean, I am just, it, it's, you know, when we talk to uh, Dr. Davis about, you know, gut bacteria and he says it's it's 1980 and you have your first Atari computer that pales mm. in comparison to what we're looking at here with A.I. You know, our gut bacteria affects wow. our health. A.I. is going to affect every single aspect of our life. I, I can't think of one area it's not going to touch. Unbelievable. Wow, I can't believe how progressive you're being. You're, uh, you're really jumping, you know, head first into it. I, I, so I'll go back and kind of explain why. You know, I, I've talked about how my history with computers and the Internet. I, I was always on kind of that cutting edge. You know, I was building PCs in the early to mid 80s, building them out of parts because that's the only way you could really get one. They weren't really selling them you know, a completed PC yet. But I, I, I was that far ahead of that curve. I, I was building PCs out of tape recorders and television screens and parts I could get from Radio Shack. And, um, and then the next advancement in technology was the internet. And most people did not hear about the internet till AOL in the early to mid nineties. And then AOL was everywhere. I, I was on the internet about eight years before that on sites like Prodigy and CompuServe and bulletin boards. So I've watched these waves of technology happen and I've used, I've always used them to my advantage. The reason our profit gauges software exists and our fuel gauges software is because back in 1988, I was learning spreadsheets and I wrote, you know, those programs in a spreadsheet to use for my own trucking operation way back then. And they eventually became our <laughs> software today. I Because I was early God. into social media, we had a social media site for truck drivers back in 2007. 
many of our listeners today were part of that site back in 2007. So I've always kind of used it to my advantage, but I feel like I missed the big wave. You know, why didn't I write QuickBooks? I could have, mm-hmm. right? I, I could have if I, I, I was yeah. there, I was aware of, but I, I missed the big, big opportunities of all of these waves over the last 30 plus years that I've been doing this. This time I clearly see the potential here. So not only am I doing this deep dive so that I don't miss this wave, something big is going to come out of this. I don't even know what it is yet, but I want our tribe to be informed of this as well, because I, I, this is going to blow right past so many people. And all of a sudden you're going to look around and say, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. I know. Wow. Crazy, isn't it? It's so crazy. It's, it's kind of scary, to be honest, because we don't know the ramifications of it. And just like off the top of my head, when you're talking about how, you know, just with the, the one app that we played with that wrote things, we actually thought about using it recently as a rough draft of something just to see what would happen. And I'm just wondering, like, in the future, one of the first things I think of, you know, jobs that is going to just disappear um, is going to be editors. What about editors? Oh, forget editors. <laughs> oh, just what we do not need them anymore. Seriously, you, you, you are right. Those kind audio. I just talked about audio editors, video editors, text editors, people. There are estimations that, and this is how fast it's happening that companies can't keep up with it. There are estimations right now already that there are people who have a job and they figured it out early. AI is now doing 80% of their job and their company hasn't caught on yet. Wow. It's going to, it's going to drastically change things. So you know, there's that to be concerned about. And then the upside of that, you can, you know, you've got to come up with some silver lining somewhere is if we really do have a population that is now, you know, not growing, it's actually, you know, dropping, like doing the reverse, then that one of the biggest fears is, well, how are we going to have enough people working to support, you know, everything? And so this is one of those, you know, things where AI could potentially step in. Correct. But, you know, like, what, what does that really mean? And how, what does that look like? There are so many questions. That that's the hard up. part. It could be a real positive for labor. If, if we really are running into a shortage of labor, this could replace a lot of people in a lot of jobs. Is that going to be a good thing or a bad thing? What are the people left over now? All of it before. On one day, there's not enough people. All of a sudden, AI takes over. Now there's too many people. What are they going to do for work? Will we have work for them? The first thing I'm trying to get across to people, whether it's you, your children, whoever, learn AI. There are going to be huge opportunities out here for people who get really, really good at AI. So no matter what you are, no matter what you think your future might be, I think it's worthwhile to do the deep dive into this and, and start figuring it out. And, and if, you know, our listeners say, ah, why would I want to do that? I'm a truck driver. This is what I want to do. I don't need it. You might be right. Talk to your kids. Let Make sure your kids understand what's coming and what's happening with this. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, wow. 
I could see right now where somebody who just masters this AI could walk into any business and look at it, look around, look at their employees, what they do and say, I've got an offer for you. I could replace four of your employees today and I'll do better work than all of them. And they would be correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there's a, the business opportunity. I don't know how long that opportunity will last. That's I mean, that a very good point that this is going to change so fast and so rapidly, we can't predict it. I'm not even going to try. I don't put much thought into that right now. I am thinking very, very short term. You have to. It's changing too fast to try to predict where this is going. I would waste way too much time. So all I'm doing right now is really practical. What tools are available today that I can use and how do I use them to my benefit? Next week, that may change. That's how fast this is going to change. Hmm. But all you can do, you can't sit back and wait. You can't sit back and say, well, I'm going to wait till it all changes and settles down. By that time, all the opportunities are gone. Hmm. Yeah, you have to be able to adapt with it. Fast. I've never seen any technology change as fast as this is changing. Here's the other thing. Almost every piece of software that we interact with online, things like Constant Contact, where we used to send out our emails, some of the audio programs we're dealing with, all of these sites are already using AI in the background and you don't even know it. Wow. I believe it, though. Here's another example of how this could change. Think of all the apps that exist for phones right now, right? Thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. I don't know how many apps are out there for phones. Almost every one of them is obsolete right now. Here's an example. So we have struggled with trying to create recipes and meal plans, not because we don't have the knowledge. I have got a gazillion recipes in my head alone. And I've said they don't exist on paper because it's too much work to put them on paper. Take a simple recipe one day and try to, you know, you do it. It's a lot of damn work. And I just can't cost justify it. Nobody's going to pay me for a recipe because they're everywhere. But I have some really unique recipes and I've struggled because we want to get them out to people. So there are apps where I can go to and, and they're fairly expensive actually. And you could, it will create recipe. It doesn't create recipes already got a huge database of recipes in them. Right. Mm -hmm. Those recipes are all kind of technically copyrighted. Somebody created those. They were somebody's property. That that's a weird thing with recipes. So we share them a lot, but you're supposed to give credit to who wrote it originally. And that makes things even more complicated. And so they, they have these apps with huge databases full of recipes, and then they have to go in and create meal plans out of those recipes. And that's why these apps are pretty expensive. And it's why we haven't created one. Too much work, too expensive for the user. Um, instead, just tell people, go search, do a Google search when you need a recipe, you'll find something. But these apps are nice. They're just too expensive. Well, that app to me is obsolete, I can ask ChatGPT to create original recipes for me, and it does it really well. I give it crazy, goofy ingredients and say, make a keto recipe out of this. And it does in seconds, and it's typed out and formatted. I can ask ChatGPT, 
create a seven-day carnivore meal plan for me, and I want two meals a day and two snacks, and I want it to be uh, around 1,500 to 2,000 calories a day total, and when you're done, it will create seven days worth of recipes, and it just gives me a name, you know, beef short ribs with mushrooms or whatever. When it's done doing that, Mm -hmm. which takes it about 30 seconds, by the way, create a full meal plan for seven days, two meals, two snacks, 1,500 to 2,000 calories, keto approved. It will be right almost every time it is. Now I tell it, okay, now create or show me all of the recipes for all of those meals and snacks. And it does. It will create them all in about three or four minutes. They're all done, typed out, formatted exactly the way I want them. When it finishes that step, I'll say, okay, now give me the individual nutritional information on each meal and each snack. Give me a total for the day and give me a total for the week. And it will do that in about three or four minutes, all typed out and formatted the same way on every recipe. And when I'm done with that, I can say, okay, now I'd like to know the total oxalate, lectin, and phytate load for the day, and it will go do that. So why do I need that meal app anymore? I don't. I just create an app that interacts with ChatGPT, and I put in all my knowledge into that app about food because I, I have that knowledge. I can now train a ChatGPT or some other AI. I can now train a chatbot to be the most knowledgeable, functional, nutritional therapist in the country. Unbelievable. It's insane. That is, it really is. It's, it's like I said, I think it's kind of scary. It's very scary. I'm terrified of it. Uh, I'm thrilled. I am. So again, back to the silver lining. You know, I know people like me that have... It's just what we do. I have a lot of knowledge in my head about a lot of things. That's why people ask me questions. That's the only way I can get it out in a logical format. Somebody ask me a question and I'll answer it and and I'll help you. Trying to put out all of that information that's in my head is impossible. It's not cost effective. It's labor intensive. Somebody else I know who was just like this, Larry Winget. Larry Winget had all kinds of great knowledge in his head. He tried everything to get it out to people, YouTube videos, whatever. It's a lot of work. That knowledge can help a lot of other people. So now we do have a way for people like me that and Larry's the same way. He didn't want to work with a big team. And, and you can't afford it anyway. I, I can't sit down with three or four people every day, one to do the copywriting, one to do the editing, one to do the posting. I, I can't do it. It's just not cost effective. But boy, I can train a bot to do it. Wow. I, I see my future right now as, as hours and hours and hours of working with what's in my head and creating chat bots to, to get that out to other people in a way that really, really works for them. I, this wow. may sound a little egotistical, but why wouldn't I create a chat bot that's kind of like me? Yeah. Right? There you go. <laughs> is it, it, don't, mm-hmm. it, one of the things I spend most of my time doing is answering people's questions, right? Yeah. That's what you do with a chatbot. You just converse with it. You just talk to it. Really? Yeah. Jeez. That, that, that's it. We just talk to them. How does it get to know your personality so it can basically 
represent you. So this is do you know how that? I do. This is what the this is what these companies have been doing for the last couple of years, and we didn't know it. They're called. I I may get this wrong. Let me look it up real quick. Um, there's an acronym L L L M or L L L M. Uh, I mean AI. Uh, L-L-M-A-I meaning. That's what I'm looking for. I can't seem to get this large language model. That's what they use to train these chatbots. So they expose the chatbot to databases full of a trillion words organized in very specific ways. So all of the, we, we could take all of my shows that are recorded. We have thousands of them. We could take all of the articles that I've written, all of my social media posts and responses, and we would feed all of that into this large language model. And that would train the, the chat bot to act like me. Wow. That's how they train these. It's called the large language model. We're talking large, large. We're, we're talking billions and trillions of pieces of information that, that these chatbots can digest and learn from. And just like human beings, the more we focus on our... So if, if I were able to create my chatbot, my chatbot would be like me as long as I keep training it, which I would. Do you think I am able to answer more questions today than I could five years ago? Yeah, yeah of course. Because I keep learning. My chatbot will keep learning exactly. too. In, but the, the wow. difference is my chatbot can learn a thousand times faster than I can. Unbelievable. Yeah, it is hard to get your head around. I, I, my, my, I, I, I'm going to have to take a break from this in a little bit. I, I'm becoming overwhelmed by it in a very short period of time. And I'm just going to have to take some breaks from this. Um, but there, there's just so much here. Yeah. Here's Amazing. a, here's a couple other instances that I'm already looking at. We have a large database of fuel mileage information. Six million fuel tickets for large trucks organized, depending on how each person does their fuel tickets, but it could have the year make model of the truck, the exact model of the engine transmission, the rear end ratios, the, the tires that are on that truck, how fast they drive during that fuel up what the weather conditions were like. They can put all that information in, and some people do, some don't, but we have all that information on 6 million fuel tickets. Now, in order to pull that information out in, in a way that makes sense, we have to pay our programmers gobs and gobs and gobs of money, and I can't do it. It takes a programmer who knows how to go in and write those queries, we call them, to go in and find answers for us and all. But if I go to the programmers and I say, I want to know last December, which group of trucks got the best fuel economy during December? It may take the programmers a week to write that one specific query. And that's expensive for me to, and that's all that query will do. That's it. It will just answer that question. Every question I have, I have to pay the programmers to go in and write a new query to pull the data out. 
And if I start running too many queries on our database, it slows down the database for everybody else. So now we'd have to create a redundant backup that I would quit. It, it gets complicated and expensive. But the way I understand it, and I have an appointment with the company this week that's going to tell me whether I'm right or not, I believe we can just let a chatbot loose on all of that data and we will train that chatbot to become the, the most knowledgeable fuel mileage expert in the country for heavy trucks. Wow. What if Very we cool. what if we were able to turn a chatbot loose on the NutriQ database? Oh wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> I I've thought about a lot of things, and I feel like I'm only scratching the surface. Yeah. Wow. What do you say we get some phone calls before we both uh, both suffer from exploding head syndrome? I was just going to say before my head explodes. Exactly. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's take oh, a little break from that. Uh, that Well, and we can talk about the topic if anybody wants to, but uh, I, I think I've said enough for today. Um, we're going to get started in Pennsylvania. Marcy, welcome. Hello. Uh, I love this conversation. It's so interesting, but you're right. It just kind of blows my mind too. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they're going to, I mean, are they going to be able to change the whole mindset of statins and vegan diets as being healthy and the red meat is being bad just because of the AI? I mean, they're, they're going to have to, right? No, I don't think so. So I, let, let me go back to my analogy again. Are there, so would you say that I'm pretty knowledgeable in things like carnivore, keto, nutrition, that kind of stuff, right? Yes. I've done a lot of reading. I, I've even tested. I was a vegetarian for a while. I've read about all the different diets, deep, deep dives. I have a lot of information about how food affects human beings, a lot. And I came to the conclusion after having all of that information that the best way to be healthy is to eat mostly animal products, right? That's how I've simplified all of that knowledge. But I can go find right. you lots of people who have worked just as hard as I have on all of this, and they think being a vegan is still the healthiest way. They, they have their knowledge. They have what they consider to be their proof, and they are completely convinced. They're going to go create chatbots that think that way. Even after the research and the causation and the correlation studies, you know, they have to go to the research I mean, isn't the research but, not going to lie here? But, but the research does lie because all of the research <laughs> that's out there, and I shouldn't say all of it, but the majority of it, we know the research is worthless. It's wrong. We know it's wrong. It was an intentionally wrong. Somebody paid to get a certain result out of a research project. That's how it works now. Research is way too expensive. So the only companies funding research are big food and big ag companies, and they create research that gives them the answer they want. And they will go create chatbots that will spit out that same knowledge and, and those answers because that's what's good for them. That's how they'll make money. I'm afraid it's those people that are going to take over and use AI better than we will. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. The AI could totally actually make this problem worse 
These companies that want to sell you a bunch of statins and a bunch of food that makes you take statins, they have all the money. They, They will leverage this technology for their business model, not what we think it should be used for. Right. So you're doing one job and then they got about a thousand people doing Correct. the same thing. Yeah. Now, the, yeah. the, the good news, because, again, I'm always going to try to find a silver lining. I believe that this technology probably benefited me more than them. They already have their message everywhere. They're already all over TV and media and all that. I'm not. This gives me a tool to get my information out more. So I do think that it's going to change both business models, but I actually think it, it gave me more of an advantage than it does them. Right. Yeah, they're not they're not given any new information. Right. It's all old twenty year information. Exactly. Yeah. So so they will use this to to enhance and further their business model, which has nothing to do with health. It has everything to do with profit. And they'll be very successful at it, I'm sure. You know, here, here's unbelievable. Uh, here, here's the new medical commercial on TV. They're going to do all their song and dance with all the beautiful imagery in the background while they're whispering as fast as they can all the side effects that your gonads are going to fall off and you're, you know, going to grow a third <laughs> ear. And, and while they're whispering all of that stuff, and then the end is going to be, oh, Here's here's a QR code. Scan this to talk to our chat bot about this. Yeah. Right. If I were if I were in a pharmaceutical company, that'd be the commercial I'd be working on right now. Oh, yeah. And the public is so gullible. They'll fall for it. Yep. And you'll call that chat bot and it will ask you a couple of questions and you'll answer it and it will say, oh, you have metabolic syndrome. We have a solution. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Why do we need doctors? Ooh. Seriously, I, I, I know people are going to freak out, but we could get rid of about 80% of our doctors now. If they're not working in trauma or something else, if they're just working in general medicine, even if they're a specialist, why do I need that doctor? A chatbot can do it way better because all a doctor does right. is take all the knowledge he was given in medical school, which is identify a disease with a name, and then we have a drug for it. That's what doctors do today, 80 to 90% of the time. Screw that, a chatbot will do it 100 times better than a doctor does. If that's what I want, if I want somebody to take my symptoms, match it to some disease they have a drug for, and then diagnose and and prescribe the drug, which is what doctors do today, I don't need a doctor, I just need a chatbot. It will do it way better. Right. Older people who aren't very technical, they would still, you know, they're they're the ones that are relying on box and going to doctors. but, But wait a minute. The system will change and they don't care what those people want or need. We don't care if you like to interact with technology or not. When you call the doctor's office, you're going to be talking to a chatbot. True. They'll make it work for exactly for them, the people that aren't technical. Yep, they will. Absolutely. They will make it work for everybody. So you are going to be interacting with AI and you may not even know it or realize it. Wow. 
I think the only jobs then would be the physical labor jobs. Wait, wait, wait. I just posted a robot. So we have chat bots. (laughs) Don't forget about robots, physical robots. I posted an article the other day. There is already a robot in existence that can change, rotate, balance tires four times faster than any human. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. You pull it's into a, a mechanics ba- job. You pull into a bay with a, a robot there that has been, it's, it, all it does is it knows how to change tires, inflate tires, balance tires. It pulls them off, does it all, slaps them back on. It, it's already doing it four times faster than a human can. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, think about the other, think about yep. autonomous vehicles, not just trucks and cars lawnmowers, trenchers, farm equipment, that, that is already being turned autonomous. Oh, I, I have right, right, right down the street from me. Um, I see this trailer every day. I'm going to go over and talk to the guy. I don't know him. On this trailer that he parks in front of his house some days is this giant lawnmower looking thing. And on the side of it, it and I can see there's it, it's fully autonomous. This is some huge landscape land, you know, lawn care machine. I, I can't even tell exactly what it does, but it's on tracks. And from what I can gather, it's autonomous. I, I'm going to go down and talk to the guy at some point, but I, I don't think any one person can figure out how this is taking things over. Oh, my. So maybe someday we'll be talking to your bot instead of for you. Am I right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Like it. <laughs> Look, hey, hey, let's think about this, Marcy. How many times have, have all of us, well, people who are really busy in life, how many times have you heard somebody say, I wish I could just clone myself? <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. People who are really good at their job. We look at some employees and go, boy, I wish we could clone them. <laughs> we can. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Even the people that are doing certain jobs and, you know, like you said, that might be not good on the technical end or calling customers and organizing their paperwork, you know, they could still be pretty good if they have these other tools that will be given to them and then they will be pristine workers. One of the things I have thought about doing many, many times over the last 30 years was I was going to go back to school and learn how to code because I have so many ideas in my head about how to build software or make a better piece of software like fuel gauges and profit gauges. And I got to a certain point and I had to go work with a team to create those. But it seems like the older I get, the less and less I want to work with other people. I don't know what that is, but um, it's just me. So I've often wondered when when are they going to get software coding to a point where I don't have to understand code. I can just go take pieces of code and put them together. Just like if I wanted to, I could build a car in my garage. All of the parts exist in the world. I just go buy them and put them together and I could create a car. Why couldn't I do that with software? And I couldn't. Now I can. 
I don't need to know how to code anymore. I just need to go find a bot that's really good at coding CSS and I'll use that bot. And then I'll, I need another bot that's really good at HTML or maybe somebody's gonna create one bot that will be good at all. And it can program in Python and, and it can program in a database language. And all I have to do, just like I would, just like I tell my human programmers, look guys, I need a page that has this on it. And I want, I can now tell a bot to do that. Hmm. My goodness. It really is mind-blowing. It is. And it's happened so fast. I feel like this is so extreme, and then we're going to be talking, like going back in time almost, talking about what I called about in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> um, is about the, you know, the hormones and women and menopause and Lauren, I love that you're female and you got a different perspective and uh, it's the other there's females lot, out here. Yeah, there's a lot to, to, to uncover in this realm of women and menopause and what works for men with intermittent fasting and low carb diets and what, why it doesn't seem to work for women after you know, month four or six that they've been doing it, it, there's a lot to unpack there. And I have definitely committed myself to finding the information. It's actually been kind of tricky to find that information. I'll be completely honest with you, but it's a commitment of mine and I will continue to educate myself on it and continue to, you know, provide as much information as I can. Um, Was there a specific question that you had? Well, I didn't really have so much of a question. I just had a couple comments of, because I am in a menopausal, you know, 58 years old. I still have hot flashes. I do get relief when I'm more in the fasting and my ketones are up and my blood sugar is down. Great. I have less. And I also have, and I'm interested in these, uh, the fat fasting, but there's a person, I'm on a group that there's a gentleman who has a stroke who's doing a 30 day fast, but he really isn't fasting. It's called a mimic fast where oh, he's yeah. eating just a like little a bit. It, yeah. He's kind of eating a little bit of meat a, and maybe. Is he using a brand name? Because I know some um, fasting mimicking diets that are available for purchase. Um, is he doing no. that or is he kind of making his own up? Yeah, he's making his own up. And he would okay. make like a, like one time he meal, a small meal and maybe even a little bit of keto ice cream or something in, in the neck. And I'm telling you, his blood sugar is like 60 blood ketones, 5.4. I mean, it's unbelievable. He's like staying in like high keto- ketosis. And uh, I think he was doing it for, what, 17, 18 days doing these things, where, like, maybe once a week or something, just eating very little, um, and that would just keep him in ketosis, um, mm-hmm. very high ketosis, even after the meal. Um, and yeah, I just thought I mean, that was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. That is essentially what the keto diet does, is it keeps you in ketosis if, if done, you know, properly. So there doesn't have to necessarily be a huge 
you know, fasting component to it. It's more so, you know, limit, you know, eliminating much of the carbs and replacing them with the fats and things like that. So let's, yeah, let's take this back to the hunter gatherer world. It's how I try to judge Mm -hmm. everything. And this makes total sense to me that as a human, we would function well in this state. Again, I'm going to go back to, I believe animal products were our primary diet. And anybody who's ever hunted or fished knows that there's no guarantee you're getting anything. And I'm sure there were, it it was common as hunter-gatherers for us to go three or four days or a week without being able to get an animal of any size. Maybe we catch a squirrel now and then. And we're going to eat it and we find some berries. So we, we munch on them or we, you know, we scavenge a little bit or we gather while we can. And we're getting little bits of food throughout the day while we're kind of hunting and gathering. And it might be a week, might be 10 days before we get an actual big animal to kill. And then we're going to gorge. I think that was probably common. (laughs) That was probably most of our existence as human beings. We were hungry and looking for food all of the time. And and ketosis was how we survived that. It even kills our appetite so we're not distracted by this crazy appetite all the time. And it allows us to function really well on very, very small amounts of food. So this, this idea of doing this makes complete sense to me when you put it in that, um, that microcosm of, of hunter-gatherers. This was probably normal for them. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, it's helping him um, with his brain. He feels I'm different. Sure. You know, he feels like things are working better, and he does have a lot of energy. Well, let's, um, let's, let's think. You know, if, again, let, let's go back. Nature is really, really smart. We should stop trying to outsmart it, and we should just learn from it. So we go back to this human who needs a big animal, and we need nutrition. We need a big animal. We need protein. We need fat. We need all these nutrients, and they're scarce right now, and I'm hungry. It, doesn't it make sense that nature would have created a system that says this is critical? If we don't find some food and it's scarce, so we got to get rid of this hunger because it's distracting and we better make the brain work better right now. And, and we better make sure the body has plenty of energy so we can go out and find this big kill and we can survive. Doesn't that all just make sense? Right. Yeah. You're just metabolically totally flexible. Yes. I mean, supreme. Yes. And it's how we conquered and, and wow. we are one of the very few species on the planet that can live and survive anywhere. Yeah. Right. Well, I love that. Um, I will tell him this because it's just, I just find what he's doing very fascinating and I, I mean, it takes a lot of discipline, See, but I, I, yeah. How many times have you heard somebody call here and ask me the question, is the fat in my bulletproof coffee going to break my fast? If I have a beef stick and a nut butter, does it break my fast? Technically, yes, but so what? That's always been my answer. So what? <laughs> If you're eating less during your fast than you eat on a normal day, that's an improvement. Our body functions better when we eat less, it seems like. But it doesn't have to be a total fast. Like you said, you know, you're taking away things more than you're adding. Right. 
in your life. Because that's and, and how, I, I noticed even with, I mean, I, go ahead. But because that's how hunter-gatherers lived. There was scarcity, not abundance. Yes. I, I was just interested, too, because I've been, you know, even if I do want to do some fasting and maybe I, you know, want to break down and eat something, if I just have fat, Correct. Nothing else. I, I have great blood, you know, glucose and blood ketones. I, I told the story the other day and I got all kinds of comments. People thought it was gross. That one hard trip I did when I had to take one truck down to Florida and bring in our Alabama almost to Florida and bring another one back. And I didn't have a lot of time to get it done. I ate butter. It worked. It worked really yes. well. I actually got to the point where I enjoyed it. Put a big old big heaping tablespoon of butter in your mouth and just let it melt. I know it grosses people out, but I actually enjoyed it. And I had crazy amounts of energy and I wasn't hungry. Yeah. It's almost like a dessert. It's like everything. It's salty, but yet dessert tasting Creamy everything. And, right. Right. I actually liked it and it worked. Yes. I used it when I was kind of wanting some chocolate for Easter and I just bought some sticks of butter <laughs> and I had a stick of butter and I was totally content. I, I know people think it's absolutely crazy, but it, it works. Fat is a great source of energy. It's very satiating and there's, there's virtually no downsides to it. If you have good digestion and you can digest all that fat, there's, there's virtually no downside. And I just heard uh, Kelly Hogan, she was doing like these, I guess, fat fast where she would have warm water and butter <laughs> drinks and maybe put a little bit of uh, element in there or something. Right. And she said it was so good. I, I know. Sounds I, crazy. I, I don't know. I think women, women need uh, more fat, I think, I, more I, fat, especially women. You know, there, there's, I an, agree. Th there's an argument out there that women need more carbs, when they get into ketosis and they're not getting the right results and, and the, and we did it too. We said, oh, maybe they need more carbs. And there are still people that believe that. I don't believe it anymore. I think it's more fat. Me too. Carbs do nothing Me for too, our hormones. Just, fat is everything when it comes to our hormones. Yeah. Right. That and that's the big, really major problem with women. Correct. Right, they, Lawrence? They, they ate so low yeah. fat their whole life. That's why we have more problems with them. I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. I can't tell you how many times I ate low fat pretzels. Uh, exactly. When I, just because I'm thinking I'm. <laughs> everything. <laughs> low fat. Low, low fat. Everything. I used to wonder <laughs> how, how do they make low fat whipped cream? Uh, wait a minute. In order to be whipped cream, we need the fat. Well, no, they don't need it because they just used a bunch of chemicals that do the same thing. That never used to make sense to me. How do you make low-fat sour cream? Sour cream is cream. It's pure fat. Well, no, they have a bunch of chemicals that make it kind of, sort of, look and taste like sour cream. Oh, right. And we all went for <laughs> know, it. Low-fat yogurt, low-fat sour cream, fat-free milk, fat-free pretzels, fat-free cookies, fat-free everything. And what did they have to load it up with? A bunch of thickeners, chemical thickeners to give it the right mouthfeel, a bunch of sugar to give it the right mouthfeel and the right consistency and taste. And that's what's killed us. Yeah. 
Right. And maybe all this fat, you know, women are just needing it because they're so deprived for so many years. Yes. Yes. And and we know there's so many examples. The more fat we eat, the leaner we get. How bizarre is that? But it works. (laughs) Right. Right. There's like a video of a guy that said uh, something like fat makes my pants fall off. Exactly. You know know that song. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I just I'm just loving this. So I think I just came up with my theme. I'm going to be doing a Twitter space today on health. And I didn't really have a theme, but I think I've got a theme now because I think we've got a lot of I'm hoping we get a lot of new listeners um, on the Twitter space, new people that haven't been exposed to this before. I think what I'm going to go back and do, I'm going to do a show today on all the myths, the fat being the biggest one. But the myth about salt, the myths about fat, the myth, myth about cholesterol, the myth about water, and all the myths, the myths about statins. I, I think I'll just throw together a quick open um, and go over all the myths that we've shattered in the last eight years. That's a great oh, my idea. gosh. I mean, just lowering the carbs was like number one and right. lowering the seed oils. But right. it wasn't to get to the other level. It was the higher fat and the higher salt. For me, yes. just like, oh, my God, made me feel so much better. Yeah. In fact, when I eat butter, it's heavily salted and I might put some more salt on it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Well, I'd be interested. I'm hoping I can Here, listen in on or here's a, in on that. Here's another myth I'm, I'm kind of experiencing right now and I'm blown away. The myth of sunscreen. Throw that crap away. (laughs) Never, ever put sunscreen on your body again. It should be eliminated completely. It causes more skin cancer than it ever cured. Uh, I now understand that even though I am fish belly white by nature, if I have the right nutrition, I go out in the sun, I don't burn now. I don't really tan. I'm not going to get darker. I get darker than fish belly white. But I, I kind of stopped somewhere around, you know, beige maybe. Uh, but then I'm protected. I, I won't burn. I can go out in the sun for hours. I've never been able to do that in my life. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm due to go to um, Outer Banks for a vacation. So I'm going to test that theory. Maybe I'll just splash beef tallow on me or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could we could go on and uh, you know another one all these skincare products women especially use to moisturize their skin this is another topic that freaks people out uh, not only i do do i only use very very natural soaps goat's milk with essential oils yeah. and and some clay and things like that they only get used on very specific parts of my body. This freaks people out. They get used on, let's call them the moist parts. That'll really freak people out. Um, pits and crotch, basically. <laughs> right? I, I don't use yeah. soap. Everybody hates that word, I moist. Know, I know, moist. I, that's why I said it, just, just to really kind of <laughs> dig in there a little bit. I'm going to use it on the moist parts only. Um, the rest of my body, I don't use soap anymore. I, I rinse with, you know, reasonably warm to hot water, which will kind of, you know, start to dissolve the body oils, but not strip them off your skin. And, and you know what I do? 
you know, you have those places like right around your nose and your forehead and some other places that get more oily. You know what I mean? Uh, Does anybody yeah, else experience but, that? I, mean, I do because I, right. I have naturally oily yeah. skin, I think. Uh, so when I'm, I'm, when I'm in the shower under some hot water, I just take my fingertips and I start rubbing those areas. And then I just use that, spread it all over my face. I rub it into my ears, my skin, every, that is the best moisturizer you're ever going to find. And what do we do? We use three products to strip it off of our mm -hmm. skin. And then we use three more products to try to moisturize our skin again. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I used to have combination skin and I right. don't have that I'm not right. no, you know, wheat and all that junk. But yeah. I do a beef tallow soap, and I'm the one that did the test on the uh, deodorants, and I'm still going to do more testing and try the apple cider vinegar and the uh, Van Man yeah. and the different ones. But, yeah. I mean, like you said, too, like the simpler the product, the less ingredients, the better it actually is. Absolutely. Working. The. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else, but I am blown away by the results from the dental detox kit. I, oh my God. I ordered that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm trying to try that. How, how's it working? You loving it, Lauren, too? Oh my gosh. I've been raving about it. I've sent the, the tooth powder to my sisters. I'm like, I have never felt <laughs> this <laughs> amount of cleanliness <laughs> where my tongue just slides across my teeth. It's like just, amazing. I just can't rave about it enough. <laughs> uh, and, and just so you know, we are having so much trouble keeping it in stock. Yesterday, I spent about three hours chasing a, a FedEx driver around to try to get our delivery early. We, we sell out every oh, time we oh get it God. in right now. Yeah, it, it's I can't I don't even know how many times Lisa's ordered it. But I know I was chasing a FedEx driver around to try to get it a little early yesterday. Um, so yeah, the, these products we moved into the body care We're we're pro I think we're going to be bringing in their deodorant. Um, the results we've been hearing from people, there are some people that have been to the dentist within like a week or two of starting this. And the dentist is asking what changed <laughs> I love that, that fast. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, inflammation pockets being reduced. If you've ever had them, you know, measure the pockets around your teeth. They poke up in there and measure and write down. All of that reducing in a week or two of use. Amazing. Yeah. It's all about gonna... reversing the demineralization and really remineralizing and, the mouth. And the getting teeth. the bacteria right. Yep. Yes, the bacteria. All mouth breathing is one of the worst things. That's a, oh, that's a, you're right. That's a good one. Mouth breathing is really hard on our bacteria. When our mouth gets dry, we tend to get more bad bacteria instead of good. All of the dental and oral products we use kill bacteria, and we do it day after day after day after day, and then we end up with really, really unbalanced and bad oral bacteria, and that's what causes cavities, bad breath, all of those things, inflammation. Get rid of the bad bacteria, stop killing all the good bacteria and start repopulating your mouth and things change fast. True. Yeah, I definitely ordered two, one for my husband, one for myself. We're going to, I know I'm going to love it. I just uh, know it. I just the ingredients and everything else. It, it's, it's, she knocked it out of the park with all of her products. They're incredible. There, there's a couple I, I'm testing now that we don't have in the store yet. 
you know, we, we, we tested certain products to get them into the store right away. And I'm working on testing. So, and I'm just as impressed with these. Wow. So great. Love it. You guys just keep going and keep spreading out all this information for us. All right. Don't forget to call back, call back next week to talk to my chat bot. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. All right. I will. Take, take care. Let's uh, let's go to South Carolina. Terrence, welcome to the program. What's up, Kevin? That, that chatbot stuff's crazy. I want to get to that in a second, but I got a name for the show. Well, actually, I came up with two. One's not as good as the other, but seed to salivary glands or seed to savory. Seed to savory. I like that one. Salivary glands. I don't know about that one. Um, <laughs> it's too, yeah, it's too dry, it's too light. That's, it's, that's why I came out thinking, I'm like, that's not going to work, but right. it's in the direction I was looking to go. Yeah. Okay. But as far as the, uh, the stuff you, that, Kevin, that, that, um, that silver first aid gel is, is unbelievable. Oh, you're I said right. this the last time I had that cut on my arm. That's another it's, one. We've been, uh, we've got him scheduled to come back for two more shows already. He was so good. Um, but you're right. We've been getting a ton of feedback on the silver with wounds and bug bites and sunburns and uh, people are loving that stuff. Yeah. And, and now as far as, as far as the chatbot, then you got to hope that guy that used to pest the year on Serious satellite don't get one <laughs> with the name of Chris. <laughs> They'll turn it loose on you. <laughs> or 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 he, it would be worse if if he created one and called it Kevin and people thought it was me. Yeah, that's, that's, that'd be more along his lines, but I don't know. Yeah. Not to bring up old stuff, but, I, but no, when you were saying that, I was like, I wonder if that bastard's listening. Hold on, Terrence, because this is something we should be aware of and talk about. You know how we all got to the point where you can't trust pictures because it's too easy to Photoshop things and too hard to tell if it's been Photoshopped. That now applies to videos. You can have AI create a video with anybody's face and anybody's voice and you can have it say anything you want and it's pretty damn convincing. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So you'll like this one. So the latest craze i'm not gonna say where but where my fiance works they actually have a nurse practitioner that's going around she doesn't do it on a you know there but she has a another side business you want to call it they're all doing that stupid shot for you know where they lose weight i was like she should be locked up that's what i told her i said i said stay away from her i said and she said well this one's doing this one i said let them i said when it all comes to a screeching halt or they all end up dead. <laughs> and it's like, you know, she's not thinking about doing it. I, I got that, but I just, it's, she was telling me, I'm like, somebody needs to stop that. Or there's, there's, I, I just, it's, it's all from the television. It's just, that's just, just there's so much publicity on that now. And all of the, all of the celebrities that celebrities that did it. And it's just scary, man. It's really, it really is. So, so now I've been seeing some reports about how, these weight loss drugs that are really toxic diabetic drugs are also now people are reporting that these drugs are helping them with addictions. Wow. It's helping them quit smoking. It's helping them quit drinking. It's helping them quit crack. I don't know. Um, Opioids. So 
Is it really? And even if it is, I, I there's there are much, much better ways than toxic drugs, but it's entirely possible that it, it there's not a single person out there that has reported this, but it's just all made up by the media and the big pharma companies. Right, let's look at what's the number one health issue in the country right now. People being obese, right? Yeah. Seriously, it, it causes all these other problems. So if you bring out a drug and say, hey, this helps you lose weight, whether it does or not, if you market it enough, you'll sell a bunch of it. So that's what they went after first. Hey, we have this drug that does actually help you lose a little bit of weight. You should try it. Well, what's the next big problem we have in our country? People are addicted to a lot of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. So is it any coincidence that all yep. of a sudden these drugs now are they're talking about, oh, this helps with addiction, too? Yeah, I'm a little skeptical. It's yeah, just, I, I mean, I don't see how uh, with, with, and I and I get annoyed because I get into medical field. Like she actually went in, the, she had to go in for a hernia operation the other day, and uh, you know I'm just sitting there waiting for her, and I'm like, you listen to them talking, you know, like you're in a room, and I don't know if they realize we everyone can hear everything they're saying about the next patient. Oh, I know, <laughs> but it's, I know. the things that come out of their mouth, and I'm like. They, I, I don't. I, I don't think they realize. They're great how, for surgery and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't think they realize how corrupt their system is. I'm beginning to get my fiance to to, to kind of like listen to me. I shouldn't say listen to me. I shouldn't put it that way. Or understand where I'm coming from. You know, I say I, you know, I listen to a lot of stuff. I, I try and educate, and I just get to try it. So so now she had high blood pressure and high cholesterol. She, so. I said, I don't want to take a lift. You do what you want. So she's not taking it. So I started her on the cardio miracle. And I was like, all right, let's start now. We'll wait about a week. We'll do your blood pressure and all that. So she's only on her third day. This is after the operation. So I got to see what it is. But it's just, it's you like you say it all the time, Kevin. They're so programmed to that. And then, you know, a lot of these nurses and all, they come in at a young age. They're looking up to a doctor. Certain way. You really like blame the people you got to blame the system it is absolutely the system hopefully turn right yeah it's absolutely the system i just at some point that's not going to be an excuse for people anymore if you work in that no no yeah i agree at some point you've got to look around and say wait a minute Here's the results we've been getting for decades, and they're not all that great. There seems to be this new approach around food and diet, and they're getting really good results. At some point, the people in the system have to wake up to this. Oh, absolutely. It's like my fiance always says, because she works in the ER, and she's like, I love the instant gratification. She hated working on the floor. She loves being able to go and see someone in, in the middle of a heart attack and being able to get them stable, and I get it with the way they go about it not the right way, but you are saving someone's life. She loves that instant gratification. So I started saying to her, I can give you just about some of the same results as, the, as they are. And it's not, it may not be as fast, but it, it, you'll see it. And she's starting to come around to it, but it's, it's so damn frustrating. You know, to, to, like I said, to hearing it for you, she's been doing this for almost 30 years. You know, you, you know, you I, I, it's kind of hard to. <laughs> I, I've said many times, I think people got into that field because they want to help people. That's the personality it takes to be in that field. The, the system has corrupted them so bad. They do look for those moments. Look, we saved that person's life. 
Yeah, but you've been killing that person slowly for the last 10 years, too. <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah. Like I said, the ER is a little bit different, but I know what you mean when you say as far as, you know, the other people. Like like Dr. Woodson, he said it. He came out, and there's a cardiologist. Exactly. So, and if 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 these doctors went through that system, and at some point they were able to figure out that the system was corrupt and they changed, that tells me everybody in the system should be able to do that. Right. Yep. Absolutely. All right. I'll let someone else get in there, but um, I'm waiting on my uh, my dental kit there. But it should be. I think they shipped it. I'm not sure. Uh, like I said, we we are fighting to keep it in stock right now. I heard, I hear you. All right, guys, thanks. Bye. All right, thanks for the call. And you know, Lauren, what happens is when we have something that's that popular and it keeps selling out and we're trying to keep it in stock, the more times we tell people it's that popular and we can't keep it in stock, the more people that want to buy it. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> it's almost like a self-perpetuating <laughs> problem here. And I'm not complaining, by the way. It's not a bad problem. I've said we need to get our store revenue up. And that's why we're working so hard to bring in this kind of stuff. So let's, uh, calls are piling up. Let's go to Detroit. Robert, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Boy, the the more calls you take today, the more I want to talk about everything. Uh, (laughs) I called about olive oil. Um, and, but that ties into the lady you were talking about fat. I'm on keto through Verta Health, and they recommend putting a fat on every meal. So um, they have olive oil, but it doesn't really specify what would be a good olive oil or which one is a bad butter. They just say butter or, you know, this or that. So I was calling you to see what you thought. Yeah, and I'm okay with their approach because Verda is a large, large company working with huge groups of people and they should simplify like this. I'm not, in the beginning, I'm not as worried about the quality of the meat or the butter or the fat other than stay away from seed oils. That's an absolute. Stay away from seed oils. And they don't have seed oils on Correct. There, but the, but Correct. The olive but, oil, that's but, all it says, or it, butter. Which is fine. In the beginning, that's fine. You get to a point where you say, well, maybe I could do better. And you're asking me. That's perfect. And I think Verta should do it that way because of their model. So then we could say, yes, there there is a better way. Your butter should be grass-fed. Grass-fed. Correct. And it's not always a hundred percent grass fed and we're okay with that. There are places where they're raising cows where they have to use some um, supplemental feed throughout the winter. And as long as they're using good high quality feed, I- I'm okay with that. Kerry gold is the one name that's easy to find. It's a good quality butter. It's not a hundred percent grass fed. They do use supplemental feed in the winter time over in Ireland. I- I'm okay with that. I've looked at what they're feeding, how long they do it. It's not a big deal. Olive oil is another matter. Butter's pretty easy. There's a bunch of good, uh, you know, the we order our and butter you now. about butter, so I got that one. Yeah, we've ordered butter. We order all of our butter through Azure, and it's a, a smaller dairy that a lot of people may not even recognize, but it's good grass-fed butter. Um, there's butter from New Zealand you can get in a can. That is probably the best butter I've ever tasted in my life. It's called Red Feather. So there, there's lots of ways to get good butter. Olive oil can be tricky. There, there have been stories floating around for about a decade that much of the olive oil sold in the United States isn't even olive oil. 
Not only is it not a good quality olive oil, it's not even olive oil, period. It may have a little bit of olive oil in it. And, and it's labeled as 100% olive oil. So there are companies that'll try to trick you, like I've seen avocado oil mayonnaise on the front of the label, and I turn it around and the first oil is uh, uh, canola. And then there's three other ingredients, and then there's a little bit of avocado oil. That's one way they can trick you. That's dishonest, but not illegal. The other one is illegal. There's just very few companies ever get caught at it. What they tell you on the label is not what's in the bottle. That's how much we have to worry about this. That happens a lot with seafood too. You think you're eating Chilean sea bass and you're not, you're eating some other fish. And the restaurant didn't even know it. The restaurant got screwed by the distributor. The distributor got screwed by the fishermen. I mean, somewhere down the line, this stuff gets substituted and we can't tell. Honey, there's a there's a lot of uh, fake honey on the market. So olive oil, I have one company who the, their, their olive trees have been in the family for generations. They've always been organic. They date every bottle of olive oil or can of olive oil with the harvest date and the press date. And that's the only place I get olive oil from. And I just realized I'm drawing a total blank on their name. I've talked about them many times. I can see their label. It's a brown and green. I buy it in the big tin cans because no light can get to it then. Um, but at the moment, I'm drawing a blank on their name. It'll probably come to me. So olive oil, you should do your research. Find a good quality source that you know is good, clean olive oil and just stick to it. Because yeah, the store, you can get $7 olive oil through Kroger, or you can get a bottle that looks like an olive for $45. And one will say and, mild and this and that. And, and both of those know, are garbage. Know, and both of them are, that's what I thought. The more expensive one, you're paying for the bottle, not the oil. The oil could be total yeah, crap. You're just paying for the bottle. We need to make sure the, the oil is the oil we want. And the only way I know to do that is to pick a specific company and go do the research to find out if they are the real thing. Mm. And this company that this family owned right. company, as soon as I think of it, um, I've done that research. In fact, I just ran into them. Um, I found this olive oil way, way back. Um, the first time I met this company and I met the family, they were at Paleo FX. That was back in like 2018, I think. We just ran into them again at the big Expo West conference we were at. They were there. I would love to know which okay. one. Um, hey, Lauren, I, I can I can figure this out if you can talk with Robert for about one minute. I'll go, I'll go look yeah, at my yeah. pantry and I'll see what it is. And okay. So you, you, go look, yeah. you guys chat and I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay. Oh, my next one, Lauren is salt. They do that with salt. It just says eat salt, double salt. And I know from listening to Kevin, it's pink Halean, or you know what I mean? Pink sea salt, but they just, yeah, they just say salt. So I was going to ask you about the different salts too. Yeah. So what we want to stay away from when we're thinking about salt is we want to stay away from the refined table salt that they add things to. Because what they're doing is refining, just like anything else that's refined, they're stripping all the nutrients from that salt. Okay. So right. the whole idea about eating salt is that salt contains amazing amounts of trace minerals that are really important. You hear us talking about minerals all the time. So we want the salt that has 
good mineral content. And that's why we recommend a lot of that, that pink Himalayan salt. Um, Redmond's is a good one. Um, also sea salt that you can actually see little flecks of black and gray and things of that nature in that salt. When you see the salt that has more um, the color, um, mm-hmm. like natural colors in it, that's typically indicative of the amount of minerals within that salt. So we want to really make sure that we're staying away from the salts that have been stripped of minerals and we want to have the salts and include the salts that are mineral rich. Does that answer your question? Yep, that does with that one, yep. And then, uh, oh, yeah, the other question was something that somebody else talked about with the AI, but we'll wait for Kevin on that one, I guess. Yeah, let's wait for Kevin on that one. My mind has exploded with AI information from him today. You know, you hear so much about AI and the dangers that it poses. You know, there's so many dangers, you know, that we can think of, and one of them is the cost of, of job opportunities. But I didn't realize, you know, I'm still quite removed from the idea of artificial intelligence. I haven't found that I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm not that crazy interested in it. Though now that hearing Kevin speak about it more, I'm realizing it might be something that we want to be tuning into a little bit more. So okay, I'm back. you don't get so far behind that we're wondering in right. the future, what the heck, how do we get here? Awesome, Kevin. All right. So are you ready for the name? I am right for the name. Cassandrinos. K-A-S-A-N-D-R-I-N-O-S. Cassandrinos. Here's one of the descriptions from from the website. Oh, and I just found out. I'm glad I went to look. I need to order some. Um, I'm I'm out, really. Uh, Cassandrinos extra virgin olive oil. So amazing that you will be tempted to sip it from a shot glass like a fine scotch or a rare whiskey. Uh, that's how good this stuff is, really. Oh. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the trees and the, the, the orchards have been in there. I don't know. Do you call it an olive orchard? Not sure. Been in their family forever. Yeah. All organic, small batch. Like I said, they date everything. The, the, you see the date the olives were harvested, the date they were pressed, the day they were canned. Uh, you can keep it nice and fresh. I buy it in the half-gallon tin can so that no light gets to it. And then I stick it in a cool place in the pantry, and uh, that's all I use for olive oil. Awesome. Okay. I will. Uh, uh, and then the question with. I'm going to post this on Healthy Tribe as well in case anybody wants to get it there. Perfect. That's great. That's super helpful. And then the other thing I heard listening was you and AI. Um, I know it's off topic or whatever, but my AI camera in my semi, uh, the company that it tries to treat it's got AI in it. It's not only a camera no more before the camera would touch the brakes and it would send a message to him saying, Hey, he touched his brakes. This prick now watches me. And if I put like something up or down, it will recognize that as a phone case or it tries to outdo me. Uh, So I have my own AI. It's monitoring you. It, it's it's like having yeah. it's like having the safety director ride in the passenger seat with you all day. Except for yeah, he can't tell if that glass case, that case I just picked up is my earbuds or the phone. But it learns by the first time, and they tell it no, that was earbuds. Then it learns okay, I know the size of that case now, and it watches for something else 
that's a little bit bigger and calls that a phone. It's learning as we go down the road together. Yes. You know what I mean? That's that's the difference. Where the here. other cameras didn't the, do it. Correct. There there's one distinction between software that's been around forever that was taught to do very specific things. And that's all that software will ever be able to do unless a programmer comes in and writes new code. But AI software isn't like that. AI software learns on its own. That's the big difference. And we don't know what it's going to learn. We don't know how it's going to learn it. That's the scary part. That is right. Just like we can't control what a human being decides to learn. If a human being decides to learn that they want to become an expert marksman so they can kill people from 600 yards away, we can't stop a human being from learning that. What if we can't stop these machines from learning things? Yeah, exactly. Right. Gosh, that's scary. Yes. Look, I'm going to get a little controversial here. What would stop somebody, and it's possible, what would stop somebody from creating an AI robot that can fire weapons really, really well? They will be better than any human marksman once somebody figures this out. And then what if they place that somewhere where there's large populations of people walking by and teach it to pick out a certain type of person to shoot? Oh, my gosh. Wow. The future is scary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh. It is. It's uh, it's very scary. Um, Exciting and scary. There's there's lots of crazy potential for this, too. Although I will make this statement right now. If I if I could be the supreme ruler on A.I., I got to decide how AI is going to work in our world. I can look at all the benefits and all the downsides, and here would be my decision. Eliminate it right now. Just stop it. Get rid of it. Don't do not do this. That would be my answer. Do not yeah. move forward with AI. That's what my gut tells me. But they, we can't stop it. It's too late. We better figure out how to live with it. Such a scary thought. It is. It is. You could try to regulate it and we need to, but you can regulate the big companies, Google, all those that that's not that difficult. How do you regulate an individual who already has access to this now? Mm-mm. It's too late. Yeah. It, it's out there. It, we all have access to these tools. There's more tools every day and it's too late to regulate it. it it's similar to like when they keep saying you have to regulate guns. Get over it. There's a gazillion guns in the country. It's too late. Whether you, I I don't believe we should regulate guns. I'm a very, very strong believer in a true second amendment. But for the people who think Mm -hmm. that you can just buy them back or stop selling them and that's, it's too late. There are way too many of them already in existence. You've got to figure out some other solution. So anybody who's going to come in and say, we have to eliminate AI, it's too late. It's too late. It's already too late. Wow. We do need to regulate it, but I don't even know what that regulation is going to look like. And I'm not sure how much good it's going to do. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Minnesota. Brandy, welcome to the program. Thank you, um, Kevin. Um, we need a coast to coast kind of show in the, in the daytime. Uh, you know, your science 
science fiction kind of stuff as you talk about AI. I'm no, uh, wait, wait a minute. I'm going to correct you. Now, you know, if we look at coast to coast, it was science fact. Well, yeah, that's where I'm going with this. Coast to coast was really almost always focused on things that we really haven't been able to prove one way or another in decades. I mean, UFOs. Yeah. I, 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 there's a lot we didn't know about UFOs. We still don't, though. It, this this is real. This is not science fiction at all. Nothing I've mentioned is science fiction. The idea of a, a marksman robot that picks out very specific people and shoots them, that could be done today. It's not science fiction at all. You're right. I miss, I misspoke. I just... I was trying to describe. No, I, I understand. That. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I was just trying to clarify for people. This isn't this isn't speculation anymore. Right. So I'm my newest audio book is called um, The Psychology of Totalitarianism by Matthias Desmet, I think. And the chapter I'm on chapter five, Artificial Society. And it talks about so it being a psychology kind of book the human to human speaking and human to robot or human to machine. And, you know, I think Elon Musk says that we are, we're, we're losing what it is to be a human. And as you speak about, you know, all the things that you want AI to do for you, it's like the struggle is part of being a human being. If you take that out, we get weaker, we get stupider, I think. And what would happen if uh, we have enemies now, you know, that would like to uh, shut us up, so speak. What if an EMP or so, anything so like stop, this? Hold, and we hold would on. have all these machines Set. and none of these would work. You don't, you shouldn't be saying what if. The Chinese are already doing this. So are the North Koreans. It's not what if. They're already doing it. That, that's what we have to understand. Now, let me go back and address something else. Um, there's no doubt that AI is going to make a lot of people weaker as human beings. It doesn't have to. It's not going to make me weaker. It's going to make me far more productive. I'm not going to sit back and push buttons and let all this happen. My brain is being so stretched right now and overworked that it's starting to affect my behavior. So my brain is on overtime right now. I, my brain is getting stronger because I'm, I'm working it hard to try to understand this and how I can use it for good to be more productive, to help more people. That will not make me weaker. That will make me stronger. The people who depend on AI to just do all the stuff they don't feel like doing, yeah, they'll get weaker. There's no doubt. We are, we are about to see another huge split in our society. And I've talked about this in the past. Forget about the rich versus the poor. That, that's part of it. We're, we're about to see the split between the healthy and the strong versus the weak and, and you know, helpless. That's the split we're about to see. The, the reason I bring this up to people is if you want to make it into the top 1% financially, it's not easy to do at all. It's really, really difficult. If you want to make it into the top 1% of the healthiest, smartest, most productive people on the planet, it's not that hard. Yeah. One of the theories I have, so dealt with some people who appear to be like Alzheimer's. I truly believe that when you're using your mouth and your ears and you're reading out loud, you're, you're learning. If you have 
I hate to be so pessimistic to your optimism, but I always like counterpoint, point, counterpoint. And it's like, uh, so I just kind of wonder, you take away that and then... Well, well, I'm there's not so arguing. There's Te- so much I want to Te- go with. Technically, I'm not arguing with you. I'm saying your scenario is yeah. going to happen to a lot of people. What I'm also saying is I have a scenario that will help them not fall victim to that. Yeah, yeah. You I are you correct. I have a show where you could basically... Good. <laughs> I wish you could have a show that you could state theories and you know like the way coast to coast does sometimes but you know kind of open phones kind of thing that i mean it might be crazy but it might have truth to it isn't it would be neat to isn't that what the show is today it is but how far do you want to (laughs) go that's the problem because i have all I, I have drawn I, a line I, I went, by what I've read. I went far enough to saying, forget, the, is the problem guns or humans? We can go beyond that. I already described a robot that could be created today. I think that's pretty far. Well, I could take it to a... Yeah, we can go further. Of course we could. I, I, I know. Further. We could. And, 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 and you know why I don't and why I won't really encourage just continuing down that path? Because that's not here yet. What's here right now we know of. Let's it's deal with that first. And I'm telling you that six hours a day, and I, I think I'm pretty good at research and comprehension and all of those things. It's what I do every day. I'm telling you at six hours a day with all of my skills, I am overwhelmed by this immediately. One day of doing research, I'm overwhelmed and I can't keep up. And I've been doing it for a couple months. So Does it make your heart go faster uh, it, it my my stress levels have gone through the roof my sleep is all screwed up again yes it, there's no doubt it does to me too it's, yeah how this could it not I was telling you about that fight or flight i know the fight or flight i mean it was just a way to describe it but that's how i feel the more you want to know the more you know you more you want to know and it just keeps building on building and building and it's like i can't stop yeah you know the the good news was i hardly ever watch the news anymore I'm not reading the news anymore. I'm not really informed on what's going on in the world today. I'm missing all kinds of stuff, but I'm not any less stressed. I stopped watching the news so I could be less stressed and and actually recover. Um, It's worse now because I'm so deep into this AI and it's so disturbing. Uh, So at some point I'm gonna have to take a break from this and just get away from it for a little while. But right now, I feel like I can't. Like I, 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 I gotta stay ahead of the tsunami right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of these days I like to fill you in what I what I've learned, but it sounds like this is as far as you want to go for the moment. But I think it's it is truly going that fast, and it's getting faster all the time. And I think at some point you're going to see where I'm at, but maybe you don't want to go there yet. That you you are correct on both statements. I will see it. I don't want to see it yet. Right. I got to stay focused. The books that I've read. And, yeah. Okay. I'll wait. Yeah. It, 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 it's like any of the big conspiracy theories when people bring them up to me. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm really not. I'm just saying there's nothing I can do that would be effective with that knowledge right now. Same with this. You know, if somebody wants to use AI and they already have a plan to take over the whole world and enslave us all, if that's the case, there's nothing I can do about that. 
But I can, there are things with AI that it can absolutely be effective with and help other people. And right now, that's what I'm going to stay focused on. And I am doing all that research to know what the dangers are. I just don't want to take a lot of time on that and talk about it right now because I don't see any point in it. Let's go to yeah. Illinois. Jeremy, welcome to the program. Hey, hi, hi guys. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you sound good. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, hey, Jeremy uh, uh, and I really uh, like the idea of mineralizing uh, our, our tea with, with, your, with that new um, mineral powder. Yes. Oh, we got, we got that. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, we like it. Uh, now, I remember 10 years ago, probably, uh, you know, or how it used to be, I could notice, you know, a coating on my tongue and uh, white stuff or whatever, you know. So when we got the kit, you know, I, uh, I never thought about it since then, but or, you know, when I look back, but, um, I did the scraper, tongue scraper, you know, and, and yeah, there's nothing, you know, uh, which was nice to know. And then when you mentioned, you know, the bacteria, you know, we fermented foods now and cleaned up our diet. Um, it's, it's nice to know there was nothing really to scrape off, you know, but, right. but we still do it. And we, uh, yeah. So we, we feel good about it. I even, I remember Farron, you know, told me he, they, he stopped brushing a while back and, uh, um, I actually called him and told him about, about it. You know, so let me, think he would, uh, let me address that. Tec from it. Technically, brushing our teeth is not all that important. I, it's, it's what everybody focused yeah, on. He, I, I, growing up, I remember a time they used to tell us to brush after every meal. Wasn't once a day or twice a right. day, morning and night. It was after every meal. We really focused on this brushing part. It, it's not all that important. Again, if we go back to hunter-gatherers, and the work that Weston A. Price yeah. did, they didn't brush their teeth. They didn't floss. They may have used like sticks and twigs to pick things out of their teeth. And, but they, they, didn't have, they didn't have a toothbrush. They didn't have toothpaste. They didn't brush their teeth. They had years of buildup on their teeth, but they had no cavities and they had healthy gums. We want both. We, we like having clean, fresh breath. So we brush for that reason more than anything. The act of brushing our teeth isn't really all that critical for our oral health. Yeah, I can see that now. Uh, and yeah, that's why uh, that's why he did it. And then uh, he didn't want to disturb his bacteria. And then, but uh, yeah, I told him about. He says hi, by the way, and, he, and he's got a two-year card. And he was thankful for it. Excellent. And all that, so excellent. We miss uh, him. We haven't heard yeah. from him in a long time. Um, yeah, I know. I told him. So that's another myth you could do uh, about brushing or. How about uh, the myth that we have to uh, eat three times a day and, you know, break oh, yeah. our fast right away when we wake up in the yeah. morning and all that. Let, you let, know? Let's go back to the teeth. The, big, uh, the biggest myth I've learned, one, that we really don't have to brush brush, that that's just a part of our routine and it's not even a really big part health wise. The, the really big myth that I'm blown away by is that we can heal cavities. Yeah, that was, that is uh if our bones break why and heal, why can't our teeth uh, Correct. heal? They, they can. Tiny little hole. They can. Once, yeah, that we was get, crazy. once we get the pH and the bacteria correct in our mouth, our teeth can heal themselves. Yeah, I believe it. Um, so last week I called and I had these pains. You know, I had the upper pain in the left side, maybe my spleen. I was trying to deal with it and all this. And uh, heck, I even... Uh, we live near Dr. Brown, the one who created that uh, Altron Teal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I even thought about, I think I even called and made an appointment maybe for like in July. But 
just because I might've had some, I'm not regular all the time. You know, I, I go a day, I go sometimes three days, you know, without going. I mean, so, you know, I just thought, well, maybe I'll just go there too, just to, just to see, but, or I thought maybe calling you, you guys doing a mutual queue, you know, or setting up for that, but I don't know. And, and, and but, uh, anyway, I just fasted and, uh, we already eat once a day, but, um, I ended up fasting for like 38 hours and, and everything was fine after that, you know, and, um, you know, who knows, but, uh, I was going to say, uh, I might just cancel that and, and just see how it goes, you know? And, uh, uh, but, uh, we started doing actually, you know, what the OMAD, the one meal a day. And then now we're doing one meal a day every other day. So we actually started fasting, uh, every other day. Uh, not really, right. you know, just not eating because, right. uh, yeah. Uh, and I felt like, I mean, and it's like we, of course, we do our, our, our liquid, you know, with uh, the fat coffee, bone broth, and uh, Cardio Miracle. That helps, you know, as you're going down down the road. But uh, it really helps. So we get our liquids in and, uh, and and maybe the hot drink at night, you know, the mushrooms. So it, it's We haven't felt hungry. I really haven't felt hungry at all, you know. And then it makes the next uh, meal, which I'm about to get down on, <laughs> that much more desirable. So <laughs> right. it's been, it's pretty good. You know, I, I might've felt, I might've, maybe I been, uh, maybe I needed something like that. Just, uh, sounds like figure it. things out or something. Yeah. But, hey, you know, one of the, uh, uh yeah. I'm going to switch topics on us here. One of the things I always struggle on with on the show every day, uh, am I talking about things that the majority of people are interested in because you can't please everybody. That is totally impossible. So when I get people that call and say, Oh my God, if you talk about that topic one more time, I'm never going to listen. The only answer I have is, well, I'm um, mm -hmm. sorry, because yeah, I'm going to talk about it because other people are really, really interested in that topic. You always struggle with this. Um, there's a comment from a very, mm -hmm. very loyal tribe member and good listener. So I, I even put more, um, you know, credence into comments they might make. They said, this is the worst show in a long time. They're about to bail. Just be having a bad day, huh? Or not, or they just hate this topic, or they don't want it to take over a health day. I, I addressed that right up front. Oh, all right. This, yeah. this topic affects every aspect of our life, and I picked today to talk about it because I was, I've been working on it so hard, and I worked on it last night, and I came to a lot of conclusions now. You know, it, it's like health. When I remember saying over and over, the more I read, the more confused I am. AI was the same way. The more I read, the more I, I'm making those breakthroughs now. And it's happening so fast, that's why I took today to talk about it. AI is going to have a huge impact on our health, bad and good, but it's going to be a huge factor in health. So I, I get it if people don't want to hear a certain topic, but I, there's an awful lot of people I think today that do want to hear this topic. Hey, if you uh, tried it once, you know, every other day to eat, maybe you can go longer on the study of the AI. <laughs> exactly. I, I know I, we know we love food. It's, it's sad. We got all this good food. I'm mostly sad about it, not being able to eat it because, you know, it's uh, uh, we love food like you do. Yeah. And the uh, funny thing is but, uh, that the variety in my diet has been cut to about one twentieth right. of what it used to be. But I actually enjoy my food now more oh, than yeah. I used to. Right. So if you're a bot and we ask uh, if you are, do you have to tell the truth? No. <laughs> No, really? I don't. Oh, okay. Do human beings uh, have to tell the truth? Right, right. 
So remember, like you, every yeah, you were when, about. Yeah, when you think about these bots, could they do this? I think put it in the context of a human. If you ask me, forget forget AI ever existed. People call me and ask me questions all the time. There's no way you know if I'm telling you the truth or not. Yeah, you have oh, to tr- you, on, you uh, have to trust me. You- and and what have I spent twenty years doing trying yeah. to build that trust? Yeah. Um. Uh, about the deodorant, uh, you know what we use, I was just saying what we use, uh, I just I wanted, we use mineral salts for, for years and, and we've had good results with that, like a spray mineral salt, kind of like a, kind of like a water solution. Yes. It, it's, it, you know, and we, you know, have, uh, we make like a little roller ball of uh, mineral, of, uh, uh, you know, the oil, essential oils, like Young Living, you know, in a. I put, I put patchouli in mine. I'm running around smelling like patchouli all the time, but I just do one strap uh, under my arms like that and spray. Uh, are, are you some barefoot spray hippie? The are you some patchouli? Yeah. Are you yeah. some barefoot hippie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tammy tells me I smell like a tree, but, but yeah, I just do one stripe like that and mineral salts. Throw, you might have to spray, you know, if it's real hot, yeah. you know, maybe three times or something a day or just whenever you feel like it, but it works, it works great for, uh, for us. There you go. But, uh, but yeah, she's, yeah, but that other one looks good too. She's been using that, trying it out too. So good. All right. right. Good stuff. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Alabama. Mark, welcome to the program. Hey, before I get to my point on all this, uh, these dental products, uh, you're talking about, uh, minerals and whatnot. Well, about a year ago, I was trying to order the, the keto keto chow electrolytes, and I accidentally ordered off Amazon. It, I'm looking at it right now. Keto chow daily minerals, the missing elements. And it's a big jug. It's like 60, 32 ounces. It's got Dr. Berry's picture on it. I started using it. It was I ordered it by accident. It's, you just put it in the cap and dump it into a bottle of water, and there you go. You can use it as many times a day. as You're out here loading cars, and it's 104 degrees, and it's like... You sweat almost every electrolyte out of your body. It's like I was looking for something, and I just by accident ordered that because I thought I was getting the other one, and I got that. And I was like, I like this product, so uh, uh, it's it's pretty convenient. Um, we uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we're actually we've got two products that do the same thing. One kind of the lighter version, which is light balance. We do it every day. Usually fixes it for most people. Um, when we're sweating heavy, we might move up to Actimag. Um, was just a more potent version of that. Uh, Actimag's a powder, so it's really convenient. We are working on a daily powder um, along the lines of light balance. Light balance is working on some things. So uh, there are a lot of really good daily mineral electrolyte products on the market. This is an area where we've kind of figured it out. We know what works, what people need, and you've got several options that work. Well, it comes from Utah, so it's probably all of those ancient oceans that get the minerals out of there. So, uh, you know, the same as Redlands and whatnot. To the the dental product, uh, I have, of all the books I've read, everybody went in there and they all talked about how if you're going to have total health and you got amalgam fillings, you got to get them removed, you got to go to a biological dentist. Well, I did that over the last couple of years. I had them all removed, and I go to this biological dentist in Houston like, every three months for a cleaning and uh, she uses, they use ozone if they think you need it and all like that. Uh, well, I ordered this product because I have been using the Sonic Care toothbrush. You went through two of them and 
I've seen their toothbrush advertised on Facebook, and I read about it. And I thought, well, I just bought this Sonicare. Well, I ordered the, the the detox kits because I've been looking for something. And when you had her on, I was like, well, I got to get this. And I ordered two of them, and I ordered an extra toothbrush. And then I discovered, oh, you're the one with this bamboo sonic toothbrush. Well, I went in there and I ordered that. And this dentist had been wanting me to talking about, well, you know, your gums are kind of, you know, maybe you do laser. Well, when she started talking about that red light, I bought that red light device. I just started using it the day before yesterday. And it comes with like a paste to, to go in there that's mineralized. And you just use it 15 minutes a day. So I went ahead and dove in and bought those products. Uh, we'll see what it does. I, you know, the reviews seem amazing. Uh, their service is amazing, and it's just the. I, I, I'm probably overdoing it with those powders because it says it's supposed to last 60 days, but I can't see it lasting 60 days. My uh, powders are coming back. My dog. I, I, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't see that last I, 60 I, days unless I'm just ridiculously overused. I guess I am because I can't get 30 days out of a jar yet. I don't think I'm going to do that either. So it's like I'm, I'm going to call them and see if they have a bigger jar that I can just buy, so, buy in bulk or whatever. So I, I am testing more of their products. Some of them we may not be able to get in our store just because of margins. Some of the stuff they may have to sell direct. There's not enough margin in it to sell it to us and then have us resell it. So we may not be able to get some of the products, but they they have a toothpaste. So if you're if you're more comfortable I with thought, paste I, I, than the powders, I, the paste. I got is, that. Yeah, I, I got I got I got that to go with that Sonic brush they had. I said, well, let me buy this. It's, right. I went ahead and bought that too, so I could try it out. I mean, I like the powder. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I do too. Best but, thing I've ever found. But it's like I, I wanted to get the because I have a problem with get, getting buildup and whatnot. I was like, well, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna go ahead and bite the bullet. It's 100. Well, it was on sale for 171 dollars. No I mean, pun intended. Push, but I think the I, I think the quality is probably there because it's probably I read about it and their theories on the fact that how it's better than the, uh, uh, the, the Sonic toothbrush, the actual quote unquote Sonic toothbrush that they all rave about, which is about a hundred is about two hundred dollars, too. But I went ahead and got those and now I'm starting to use it. I go ahead and use a regular brush twice a day with the products. And then once a day I use the Sonic and then I, got, I started using this the red blue light device two days ago. You know, I would, see how it works. I would challenge anybody who's been to their dentist recently and had some sort of a checkup, whether it's, you know, plaque buildup, gum pockets being too big, inflammation, whatever it might be. If you've had any kind of report like that, use these products for 30 days, go back. The report will be completely different. Well, one of the things they talk about with dental health is that if you get gingivitis, if you get these, these, uh, and I've had that, if you get the, the, uh, the, the gum infections and whatnot, that the, the inflammation from that transitions into your body and can cause mass inflammation. It's, they, it's, these, these biological dentists talk about the fact that you've got to heal the mouth first before you heal the rest of the body because even before she was on there, I know the fact that all of the, the, your teeth are tied to every organ. And the people would they get end up with root canals, which is I, I don't for the life of me understand why people, but I see how they do it because they believe their dentists like they believe their doctor. Yeah, right. That the root canals are, are one of the worst possible things you can have in your mouth, and if you have one, you need to have it removed and you need to have it cleaned out by a um, biological dentist uh, and have that that area 
Because I went in and had my cavitations for my wisdom teeth cleaned out, and it wasn't cheap. It was almost $6,000. But it is said by these biological dentists that if your wisdom teeth were removed wrong, and mine were, and most of everybody's were, because they just go in there and it's like a it's like a, a assembly line. Boom, 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 and it's out, and it's like they sew you up or they leave you open or whatever, and then she, they left little pockets of teeth in there that she went in there and she cleaned all of that out. I mean, I sat in there for a whole day, and it was like, you know. Uh, I, I, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm fortunate that I've never had a root canal ever, so I don't have any of those to worry about. I did have very impacted wisdom teeth, and I had an army dentist take them out. I have, a, I could tell a story for about a half oh, hour. I, 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 oh, I, I know somebody. I know somebody. That, yeah, I know somebody in the navy that had the same thing. It, it, it almost killed him. I, the, uh, this is not. But, a, this is not an exaggeration. The dentist had his feet planted in the seat I was sitting in. He had one between my legs, one on the outside of my legs. He was standing in the chair oh, and pounding on the these same, with same a thing chisel. To my buddy. Yeah, with a chisel and hammer to get them out. I mean, it was horrendous. Oh. Yeah. You know, you sh- you should probably find you a biological dentist and get a comb being done of that area just to see what's going I, on back I, there. Because I think I will. The, the, a comb beam, they call it a comb beam, and it's like it's like two hundred and fifty dollars, and it's this elaborate picture of your skull, your breathing area, uh, how you breathe, uh, your 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 teeth, and what's going on down there. It's like two hundred and fifty dollars, and it's like they can they know what they're doing, and it, you can it's like you can find things before like that they like when my they did one on me, and she's like, that's you. That was your wisdom teeth weren't removed properly. I, I'm and I'm like, pretty, uh, pretty I'm sure mine sure weren't. They weren't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure mine weren't. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, um, because because they could they, these cavitations don't heal properly, and you get all these these bacteria down in there that just get trapped and stays there, and eventually it can turn to cancer. I mean, that's just what they talk about. I mean, you could look at Jerry Caratola. He's a the biological dentist has got a lot of videos out on YouTube about that. But, and, uh, you know, the people get, uh, they put, I mean, I'm, we're about the same age. I had all these amalgam fillings. And I'm like, I started reading Dave Asprey, Dr. McCullough, all these people are like, you got to get this out. You got to get this out. Every book I read, there was a section there about you've got to get these, these amalgams replaced because they're just poison. And I went ahead and did all that. So now I'm just trying to find, find a, like a, uh, you know, a, a state of the balance in my mouth and all where everything's right. And, you know, that's, I think these products that she has for primal organics are, are, are probably the key. So I'm glad you found her and because I've, I've seen them advertised. I just wasn't quite exactly sure what they were. I've seen the two. I've seen, I've seen them advertised on Facebook all the time. But anyway, so I, I bit the bullet and went, went all in with everything. So we'll see what happens. There you go. Yeah, I think it, it really is a big area. I'm glad we did the work. Um, Lisa did the majority of the work on this one, and I think she knocked it out of the park with this company. And, and you know, we, I, and we, I'm impressed with their service, and I'm impressed with them. Like they're just, they're very, that's a very, I mean, they're just, you know, I, the day you, the day you had her on, I was listening. I went in there and looked. Everything was 20, all this discounts on there. And I just went ahead and ordered from there, and I'm like, and then I got the products, and then I started looking at these these uh, that toothbrush, the electric toothbrush, and I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bite the bullet and replace that. And, and the red light therapy is supposed to be the that's supposed to be a thing now, and they went along with the blue light. And I'm like, I just went ahead and bought 
you know, just went and got it. Because you know, yeah. it's like the, the reviews, the reviews, that they, that's what they said. So, I mean, whether it works for me, I don't know. But I'm, I'm guessing but, it probably will. Hey. Because you, you've got this paste that, come, paste that comes with it that you rub in there. And the red light sits and activates on that. And the blue light. And it's got a combination of both you can use. It's 15 minutes and you just stick it in your mouth and, you know, sit there and wait. And it beeps at you and it's done. And you're like... Okay, I mean it's like there's nothing. It doesn't. There's no bells and whistles other than the beep, and it's just like right, right. And, and I'm gonna cut you loose. We got to move on to some calls. It's the same technology we're using on light therapy everywhere. Um, I addressed this that week. We got the question. I have not used their light therapy yet, and I'm not ready to yet. I want to see what I can do with just everyday products, and I, I believe we could get really healthy without it. I will test it eventually, but I. I I, I'm not sure that it's going to be necessary in our mouth. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how much I can improve with this line of products we brought in. Then I'll move on to that. If there still is a significant improvement, then we may see if we can negotiate that product as well. That is one that I think we're going to have some margin issues on, though. Uh, all right. We're down to our final question. If you want to jump in, um, we'll stay here and take them. We are, I do have some announcements. I'm going to just go make them right now. So AJ, I know you're on hold there. Hang on just a minute. Um, I got to go back to my announcements. I don't want to forget these today. Let's see. We have got a special today. A special is about mental focus and energy. We've got a new starter kit from Four Sigmatic called Think and Focus. The ultimate focus and productivity hack. Mental clarity the way nature intended. Um, so it's it's four sigmatic line line of think products, which is the it's the mushroom blend that's good for our brain, lion's mane and chaga and some of those. You know, our first focus on the mushroom products was the chill, which is now called calm, I think. Uh, and that worked fantastic. We loved that. And that's what people needed first. We needed to kind of calm everybody down and, and get them a little chilled out and a little more balanced. Uh, Lauren, were you doing any of the um, chill products? Yes. Definitely. I was doing the, um, my favorite one is the, the cacao. Oh, I know. I just had a cup last night. I haven't had it for a while because it was kind of hot and I was outside late at night. And last night I came in a little early and it was a little colder. And I thought, boy, I just really want a cup of that mushroom cacao right now, the reishi. And oh, it tastes so good, but the results too, it really does start to balance out your nervous system. Oh my gosh. I have to tell you, it really, really does. My HRV score is so much better when I yes. take that. So is my, my heart, my, my resting heart rate comes down a little bit. I notice results from that for sure. And then, and I, I stopped taking it and I actually, I would love to get some answers if it's safe to take currently for me because uh, I don't know if Rishi is something that is recommended um, for pregnancy and things like that. It, but, you know, I, 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 I've got, <laughs> got a new theory about the pregnancy issue. And I know this is touchy. I get it. But when you look at what the medical community does to pregnant women. I know. <laughs> and then we worry about whether we should drink a natural product or not. And I know there are some supplements and things that that they say you shouldn't. 
But a lot of that stuff they're just wrong about. You, you know, there was... Um, oh, I... Uh, there's a supplement that's really, really good for calming you. This is, it's powerful too. What the hell was that? I used to take it before I would speak because I was so nervous about speaking. I, I would take this supplement. Uh, what is it? Yeah, I got too much going on in my brain. I'm drawing a blank on it. Um, but I was, I was <laughs> going to recommend it to Lisa. And Lisa has a, a liver mm -hmm. condition that's an autoimmune, can't get rid of it. We've made huge improvements. And they always say that this supplement, you shouldn't take, it's hard on your liver. I went and did the real research. It's absolutely not. There, there's no danger in taking this, even if you've got a liver condition. But we've been told uh, so much of this is, is just wrong. I don't want to make a blanket statement that anybody can take any supplement anytime, especially if you're pregnant. But I am going to make the statement that on a lot of these things we've been told not to take, they're just wrong. And they had no problem highly recommending that experimental mRNA shot to pregnant women. Give me a break. You're worried. Oh my God. Uh, I know. Yeah, you're going to tell me I shouldn't be recommending a supplement that's been around for about a thousand <laughs> years and is completely natural. And you're pushing this shot that we have no idea. So their advice about pregnancy is meaningless to me now. I just ignore them. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I'll, the I'll to stay go away do my from own research. The list, yeah, the list that, the, that they give you is unbelievable. Exactly. I mean, like the, the raw milk thing is just so silly that exactly. we're still there. Right. It's like, come on. Right. Um, the raw milk, The I mean, I'm, I still... Every so often I will still eat sushi if it's a trusted place that, you know, that I, you know, that I like, and I stay away from the high mercury fish, but come on, I, I, I crave sushi. Like exactly. you gotta have sushi. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Salmon. There are things. Salmon's my favorite sushi. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I, I, I will eat so, tuna occasionally because I really like it, but I do realize there's probably a chance it's high in mercury, so I, I'm careful with that one. Salmon, I'll eat as much raw salmon as somebody will bring me. If somebody brought me salmon sushi every day, I would eat it every day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. The hard thing is finding wild salmon. Correct, correct, <laughs> right. It's almost always Atlanta. If it were, ah, it was fine. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, so it's funny. There is actually a term called Rishi babies. And apparently the people that do take Rishi in the latter part of their pregnancy end up having babies that are like, like little Buddha babies. They're just like super calm. Really? And relaxed. And so, yeah, it's kind of funny. I, that is funny. I totally researched it because, you know, seeing your, you know, my, my heart rate, goes up, has gone up like at least 10 points. Oh, hey, um, let, so just all of these things. I, I, I want to read this. I just Googled Rishi babies because I've never heard of this. Here's one that site that stopped, popped up, a woman called Lori Bregman. So I'm just going to quote and I'm only, I'm not even on the website. I'm just on the search. It, he shared with me articles, research, and told me that pregnant women in Asia seek reishi mushrooms as an immune builder for themselves and their growing babies. And these reishi babies are born like little Buddhas, super peaceful, yeah. zen, and alert. How cool. Amazing. I know. I know. I, I, I want a so little Buddha cool. baby. Right. Yeah. I don't want to go to <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, the only downside I could see is uh, 
the movements would probably slow down. So you probably stop feeling the baby so much, which could then make you worry a little bit. Maybe so. I don't know. But that's Buddha baby. That's almost like a perfect little picture because Buddha is kind of like chubby and like a like a baby almost. Right. That's how Buddha kind of looks. And don't we all love chubby little babies? Exactly. It's It's like the perfect the quintessential baby. It image. just seems right. The, our baby should be chubby. I know. <laughs> I love that. And the, and to think of this peaceful little Zen-like Buddha baby smiling and enjoying the world. I love that. I mean, if it doesn't make you smile, that thought, I don't know what exactly. to tell you. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's a pretty cool thought. But yeah. Wow. So, we'll <laughs> that is very, there's a lot of, of, on this yeah there is wow there really is but yeah the adaptogens you know and there you know there i i do understand that certain herbs can do things like induce labor and things like that so you do want to stay away from very specific right Right. But, but th- this idea that you know, everything has to be run through, whether or not you can take it for pregnancy or not, I think we've gone way overboard on. And again, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're cautious about supplements, but doctors aren't cautious about drugs. I know. They'll shoot you up with oh all gosh. kinds of crap that, while you're pregnant. Right? Everything. And the vaccine, a whole rabbit hole oh, I've been man. diving down. Oh, goodness. Uh, I, I just was recommended a new book called Turtles All the Way Down. Whew. I, I will I tell you, based on what I know now, and I would do more research, but based on what I know now, if I had children again, they would be vaccine free. Yeah, I'm definitely leaning towards that. Yep, so, yep. You know, I just, I just want to do the due diligence. I want to be able to explain it to people. Right. You right. know, and... Yeah. So back to the mushrooms. Family members that travel. I don't want to lose this train of thought. So we've been through the reishi and it kind of mellowed us all out. Now we know we can have reishi babies. I love that. Um, The next step now, (laughs) now that we've kind of mellowed ourselves out and given our immune, our our nervous system kind of a break and got it balanced. Now let's strengthen it. Now let's use the adaptogens and the mushrooms. Because I think we all kind of went through this in a phase. I was doing it and going through it and pushing the reishi. And I think a lot of other people benefited from it. Now I'm going to start using the Think products from Four Sigmatic. And they start building mm. your mental focus and energy. And that's the, the starter kit we have right now, mental focus and energy. Um, by the starter kit, it's got some coffee, some creamer. That creamer, the vanilla coconut creamer is unbelievable. It's so good. And... And Four Sigmatic came out with this really cool little frother, little electric frother for your coffee to mix it. It's great in the truck. Um, You get one free when you buy the starter kit. You get this cool little Four Sigmatic frother. Um, So the challenge today is whether or not I can say free frother, free frother, free frother. Damn it. I failed. (laughs) Uh, The challenge was to see if I could say it three times fast and I couldn't, but um, I can say it slow. Go buy the mental focus and energy kit from Four Sigmatic and you'll get that free frother. There you go. Yes. So if you go to, let me go check to see if we made this easy or not to find the kit. If you go to letstruck.com and when the page pops up, you see my smiling face right below it. First product listed is the Think 
starter kit. We have it on sale. It's normally $107. You're getting coffee, creamers, a focus blend of mushrooms, another powder you could put in there. So you're getting three or four different focus products and the frother. And instead of $107 or $108, it's $70 right now. Pretty sure we're going to sell out of those today. Yeah, I would think so. So I am starting my journey with that today. I haven't taken these yet. I'm going to start mine today. Awesome. I love the Think product as well. I like that in the morning. Well, I think I'm going to need it to get me through all this AI research. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, oh, you are fully committed. All right. Let's, uh, we do have another call. He's been very patient. And uh, this is your last warning. If you want to jump in, you better dial now um, or I may wrap this up. I've got to go get ready for the Twitter space. I better go ask the team because I forgot. Uh, hold on. I also need to send somebody a code. I got a lot going on here today. Um, I'll have to do that in a second. Um, I was just going to say something. I'm going to tell people. I forgot what oh, it was. Twitter. Oh, yeah. The Twitter space today. Twitter I was going to ask the team. I'm probably sure I told them what time we were doing it today, and I think I changed it, but now I can't remember what time I told them. I think they told me yesterday it was at 2.30. So that's 11.30 here, right? That sounds right. I've been doing it at okay. noon, but I really don't need an hour break. Um, even if we go all the way to 11 with Destination Health, I only need a half hour. I go do a garden walk, soak up some sun with no clothes on, and um, then I can come back. So 11.30 today, Twitter Spaces. Join Twitter if you haven't. Go to my page, just search for Kevin Rutherford Let's Truck. Follow me, and then right next to the follow button, you'll see the notify button. It's a little bell with a plus sign. Click on that. You'll get notified as soon as I go live on the space, and you can just come in and listen. So, And you're joining me for that today, right? I am. And did you mention earlier that you wanted to focus on kind of like a back-to-basics? Myths. Yeah, we're going to do myths. Myths. Medical okay. myths. And yeah. is there a specific one we want to focus on or just kind of... All of them we myth? can think of. We'll even try to get other okay. people to jump in if they can think of one. So, I mean, the big ones. Fat is bad for you. Fat calls, you know, clogs your arteries. Cholesterol is bad for us. Salt is bad for us. You should drink eight glasses of water a day. Um you know, we need lots and lots of plants. Wow, we need we need fiber. Right, we could go on and on. So, yeah, we're going to cover them all. Okay. And gotcha. it is 1130 Pacific time on Twitter. That's when we will be back. So right now, um, I'll stay till 11 if the calls come in or when I finish a call. Now we're going to wrap this up either way. Uh, let's go to Detroit. AJ, welcome. Greetings. Good afternoon, Lauren. Hello. Good morning, Kevin. Um, yeah, so quick start. I'm at the end of the line because I had one of those deep thought days today where I just get deep in thought. One of the one of those days you got to be careful. Make sure you don't drive past your exit 40 miles. You know, oh, yeah. Day, so I, um, I was up. <laughs> I, I've been known to do that because I'm too deep into an audio book. And I, it's kind of weird because I don't think I'm unsafe as a driver. It's like, you know, autopilot seems to be on and I seem pretty safe, but it's almost like all of my brain power is focused on being safe and I have no idea where I am. And then I, I, I regain consciousness at some point. And I can't figure out where I am. I've done that a couple of times driving. 
Yeah, it's easy to do. I'm on the same run back and forth, and uh, it's just it's one of those days. I couldn't listen to an audio book today because I wouldn't listen to it. I'd have to keep pausing it and backing it up. Exactly. I'm just not. I'm all focused on one thing. So I was heading up to the Ford drop yard here in Detroit, and I was like, all right, what am I going to say to Angie? What do I want to talk about today? And uh, I'm thinking about that, and I got a, a million other things to do. I got to scan in paperwork. I got to do my 30-minute break, so I'm making making my food and my coffee and all that. Put my headset on. I'm listening to the show, and I'm leaving out of the yard, and I realized I never called Angie to get on. I'm here. I am thinking I'm on, on hold <laughs> listening to the show and the earpiece. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I never, I thought about that. I never did it. That's kind of funny. I was like, oh, I got to call it now. Yeah, that was a quick little story. But um, yeah, the AI real quick. So the other day, I, and I'm, I'm always thinking about this stuff. I don't have time to research it. I'd let you do that and I'll listen. But so my, um, my daughter's moving from a, a Christian school that only goes up to middle school and she's going into a high school next year. So they had a meet and greet and an icebreaker with parents uh, a couple of weeks ago. And there was a, a lady there that's, parents with a soccer or she's a parent of a soccer player and my daughter's gonna be playing soccer so she she's like oh i gotta get your number and she's like oh this is uh this is so difficult for me my personal assistant is usually here to do this for me and i was like okay so now when you say hey we're talking about the ai i'm trying to put a human i'm trying what's that look like so i guess you would take a phone and you'd be like here just say who you are and what your number is and it would like punch it in like that kind of thing and it would take the place of a a personal assistant, right? Correct. Which is, yep. And, and, you know, I even tried. So I said, I have a hard time working with my team and I don't want to hire somebody just to be my personal assistant because it's really expensive and I don't want a personal assistant following me around all day and I got to keep them busy. And so I tried the virtual personal assistant. You could hire anybody anywhere in the world and you work through Zoom and technology and all that. That didn't work for me either. Um, so I, I had kind of given up and that's why my projects weren't getting finished. But this AI, as much as I kind of hate to admit it, like I said, I would eliminate AI from the planet if it were my choice. It would be gone. It wouldn't exist. We wouldn't talk about it. But that's not going to happen. So if it's not going to happen, I'm going to figure out how to make this work for me. And this whole idea of a, a AI virtual assistant might work really well for me. Right. So the, yeah, I'm trying to think. So you'd give it a name and then you would say, hey, uh, this is so-and-so. They're going to give me your name and number, put in my contacts or whatever, right? Instead of just having somebody there next to you to talk to, you just pick up your phone. Uh, it, it, again, it, when you start down the path of what can it do, I just find no end to, to the possibilities of what this technology can do. And that's part of what makes it so scary. So again, when you think about the jobs I've said could disappear, um, these companies that make high-end audio equipment, I'm not sure how much demand there's going to be for that stuff if we can just do it with AI instead for virtually nothing. This is so cheap. Yeah. So those are just areas that I'm aware of because I'm working in depth on them right now. But think about all these areas that I don't know anything about and what what changes are coming from AI in in that world. I, it's just mind boggling. Right. Yeah, I just that was just a thought. You know, it's one of the one of the things I think they're going to disappear. Uh, the quickest is is just uh, your human aspect of pretty much anything. Right, right. It, it. Why do we need, we've been saying this for decades in our country anyway, why do we need so many damn attorneys? 
We don't. Right. And we certainly need a whole lot less now. This is one of the areas that AI will absolutely shine because in law, don't we have a lot of rules that are already written? Yes. So many so that it's very, very difficult to become an attorney and pass the bar because you have to be able to digest and understand and remember so much information. That's why becoming attorney is kind of a difficult thing. The bar exam is one of the more difficult professional exams we have. Well, AI has already passed it. AI can pass the bar exam. It does it with flying colors. And it's not because it was able wow. to memorize because you can't memorize these professional tests because they pick from a random pool of questions. The test is never the same. It's no different than my CFP exam. 15 hours it took to do the CFP exam. If you went to, if you failed it and you had to go do it again next year, you didn't have any advantage. Next year, the test was going to be completely different. So AI is not passing this because it's memorized the test. It passes the bar exam every time because it's memorized all of the information it needs to know to pass the bar exam. Right. So, yeah, they so, use AI to so who, create the bar exam. If I have some basic law stuff that needs done, who's going to be better? Some attorney that crammed for a couple weekends to pass the bar exam 15 years ago or a computer, an AI bot that could pass it right now every time. Right. All I'm paying the attorney for is the fact that they have all that knowledge in their head. That's what I'm paying for. Well, I don't have to anymore. AI does it for free. Yep. So got me? Am I still coming in clear? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I was just a quick little thing I wanted to chime in on. But what I, um, so I, uh, I got the detox kit. I called in last week and talked about it. It's great. It came with the deodorant and that I was talking about and, uh, and it came with the, the drops. And I was telling you that my wife reacts to that Mel Luca tea tree. So she's going to bypass the gum drops and she tried the deodorant and she, uh, had a reaction to it right away within a couple of hours. Interesting. Started itchy and then it, yeah. then it turned, then it turned red. She, she, she's been working with, um, my wife, Sandy, she's been working with, with Lauren, We've done um, a couple of one-on-one -on -one calls, uh, she had, anxiety um it was getting worse and and we were able to get that under control which is great with the, with the help of lauren and um, excellent found out she's estrogen dominant needed some progesterone everything's been great kind of plateaued i mean everything was you know fine in that field so we kind of you know whatever but now she's always been reacted to well not always but in the last few years reacted to chemicals so we stopped using any kind of chemicals or anything in them and went with clean chemicals no detergents or not detergent but no fragrances Right. So she was doing so good, and then um, and then used this deodorant. It happened. So there's still we still got some work to do with Lauren. So I gotta I gotta make another uh, another yeah. appointment. So um, what do you think, Lauren, about the essential oils? You think that's something that people react to? We shouldn't really be reacting to essential oils, right? Well, that's not true. A lot of right. people actually react right. to essential oils. They're you powerful. Be very careful okay. with that. They're very, very powerful. Very. That's right. the thing we have to remember. They're fully natural, but they're very concentrated. And those plant essential yeah. oils are powerful compounds. What it's telling us, you're right, though, a, a healthy human being with a healthy immune system should not react to it. So we're saying a lot of people do. It's common, not normal. So this is another case where that may be common to react to essential oils, but it's not normal. It's telling us something's still wrong. 
Um, actually, I would be looking at the um, clay bath detox. Yeah, I mentioned that to her, too. And this is the only thing that she's taking that reacted to is a little bit of peppermint. Peppermint powerful. Oil in that deodorant. So when we look at essential oils, some are more powerful than others. Peppermint's one of them that can be really, really potent. So I, I would just back off, maybe try a milder um, version or, or try a deodorant that has, has a lot less of the essential oils in there. Uh, and then I would work on uh, yeah, a whole body detox. Now, how is she using them? Is she, is it just in a product that she's using or is she using them a specific way? Well, she cut them out, I guess, I think might've been, um, uh, maybe a month or so ago when she was working with you and wanted to clean up a bunch of stuff. So she cut those out because she was putting them in a diffuser, uh, and Mm -hmm. putting them in the air. And we were making our own toothpaste at the time with with uh, oil, with coconut oil and baking soda and essential oils. And mm-hmm. uh, she didn't really have a reaction to that. Her lips were starting to get maybe a little tingly or something like that at the time and didn't think anything of it. But So she's cut them out for about a, a month or so and hasn't been using them. So when she went back to this, it was like, bam, instant uh, within a couple hours. Yeah, sounds like we gotcha. need to do a, a whole body detox. I'd start with the clay bath. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And then, uh, of course, I got to make an appointment with her. She stopped logging all her food because it, it stayed the same. She was eating the same thing, logging the same things over and over again. Our, our diet is pretty repetitious, same stuff uh, that's been working. So she stopped logging, but it's all the same. So she's going to start logging again, and then we'll get another appointment scheduled. There you go. Excellent. Thank you for the call, Kevin. All right. Thanks for the call. It looks like we, uh, right, we'll see you guys. we're out of calls today. Um, you know, I always wonder, because lately um, Destination Health has been going three hours plus. Maybe I did scare a lot of people off with today's topic. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think so. Uh, even if I did, I'll just make it very I, clear, I would do it again. There you go. And it's a topic we need to talk about, and I'm going to, so... It, it has actually... I'll warn people ahead of time if it's going to be an AI kind of day, and if they want to tune out, they can. Uh, cause this is a topic I think I'm going to be talking about a lot. Yeah. All right. Anything you want to wrap up with Lauren? We'll get ready for, uh, we're going to go live again on Twitter in about 45 minutes. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I have a few myths that I just jotted down, so I'm ready. <laughs> and, uh, a, a couple of friends on, uh, Twitter, Jamie Hagan's one, he's got a big following on Twitter, uh, couple other people that uh, have really, really big followings kind of uh, shared it. So I am grateful to them for doing that because I'm kind of a Twitter newbie. I'm approaching 4,000 followers, kind of small, uh, but I want to grow that. I think there's a lot of potential out there. So um, that's kind of what we're looking forward to today. I'm hoping to see a lot of new faces in there and uh, see our numbers grow. Awesome. All right. Excellent. We're going to wrap this up. We will see you in about 45 minutes on Twitter spaces. I'm hoping I get the technology right this time and I'm able to start the show that I scheduled because that's the one everybody's going to be looking for. I think I've got it figured Mm -hmm. out. So we'll see you then. If for some reason that space that I scheduled isn't there or it's not live when you go to it, just go to my page then and look to see if there is a space going. I am going to try to use the one I scheduled. That would make everything work right. But I failed last week. We'll see what happens this week. 
But we did get one started oh. last week and we did it. We just didn't have a lot of people in there because of my mistakes. So we'll see if we get that right today. All right. Uh, I don't have any announcements for the rest of the week because I'm not sure what's going on yet. We have a brand new schedule for tomorrow and Friday. Uh, I'm not going to try to go over it again today. Uh, we'll do it tomorrow. So we'll see you then. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.